Blog Talk Radio. Daddy can't find 
and it can't be seen, the family becomes a crown. The hunt is on, and brother, you're the prey. Serving time in jail, it just fades away. I'm living so hard, babe, that my hair's gray. We got to make a change. It's a brand new day. A new world order, a brand new day. It's a new a day. We just marched a million plus the other day. Look, look, we all witnessed the sweat. Rolling down Miss Liberty's head. She knows the sleeping giant is no longer sleeping dead. Oh, what a fulfillment of prophecy. Let us teach the children freedom's never been free. It's okay to cry. Go ahead and cry. Jesus went, but hope and faith be kept. It's a new day.
Mayotte Hotel, Grand Rising, and Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X Form by way of Truth to Power, and I'm Beverly, and we have Dr. Robert X with us, and we are talking about my phobia. Dr. Robert X, how are you doing this evening? Hotep, Sister Bear, Hotep, Sister Bear, uh, Sister Bear, Hotep family. I feel a little bit better than I did yesterday. Okay, and great. And myopia. Great. Myopia. I'm sorry, that's my, myopia. That's all right. I, I come up with my own words. Okay, myopia. Great. We ain't about two. nothing. <laughs> so what's what's going on today? I haven't had a chance to look at anything. There, something is happening. Uh oh. Something is happening. Okay. And the, I'm talking about among the, the great unwashed. I can literally feel it, Bear. Something is okay. happening among the people. You say something is happening. Among the people? Yes. Okay. The pundits are lying on no end because they have no other choice. They even went and got Adam Schiff. And you know what he said, Bear? With them eyes look like they're about to fall out of his head. (laughs) What did he say? He still has evidence about Trump collusion with Russia. Why haven't he produced it? He ain't going to produce it because it doesn't exist. How can he produce it? Everything they've done since this guy whooped Hillary Clinton's ass, everything they've done has been a lie. You can pick any story you want that they accuse this man of, and every single piece of it is a lie. But I got to play something for the family, Bear. Okay. I think the family uh, will hear some very interesting things in this. Okay? And I won't tell you who it is until after you hear it, family. But, again, I'm just going to ask that you pay attention to what's being said doesn't really matter who's saying it. It's the substance. Okay? As the minister used to say all the time, uh, we got to get beyond symbolism and deal with substance. Okay? For example, just an example, and this leads right into what I'm talking about. Barack Obama was a symbol with no substance. Today is Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. John Durham has finally dropped his report 
the FBI did not have any factual evidence to investigate Donald Trump or Russia collusion. IRS removes investigative team from Hunter Biden's probe after whistleblower claims is clearly retaliatory. And Mike Davis, our in-house attorney, joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. You better buckle up. You better have your caffeine ready, baby. What caffeine do I drink? Today is iced coffee because it's getting hot in Tampa. And it's going to have, man, some consequences for today's show. It is a hot show we got for you. Get ready. The parallel economy, baby, is something that is booming, and it's booming inside of the coffee business, too. This show runs on a lot of caffeine. The caffeine that I choose is Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee is made here in Florida. Blackout Coffee is an American company. It is a company that is run by Patriots, and it gives me the kick that I need on shows oh, like this. It's been a tough 24 hours, I'll tell you. Baby, I'm not really happy with the Durham report, but we'll get into it. Consider Going with Blackout Coffee for your caffeine kick every single day. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny, blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny, and use the coupon code Benny for 20% off your order. It keeps us going, and, ladies and gentlemen, it'll keep you going, especially on days like today. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. The FBI. Let's begin here. The FBI is an executive order. It was founded about 100 years ago as an executive order, sorry, to stop bootleggers and so on, because the government, the executive branch specifically, decided that it needed a police force. The executive branch didn't have a police force. I mean, they had the army, but you can't deploy the army against people. You can't deploy uh, the Marines against people in Alabama. You, you can't, I mean, not since the Civil War, right, that Americans take up arms against each other. So the executive branch decided way back in the days of Teddy Roosevelt, to create its own police force because it had no police power. So they created the FBI, and almost instantaneously, the FBI was used for political purposes. Well, duh, no doy. That's what's going to happen when you give a person who has been elected on political basis police power. That's why very specific laws are in place to prevent police power from being used politically against our enemies in the United States. Congress has the Capitol Police. That's really just to protect the the U.S. Capitol and to protect Congress's interests. There wasn't any constitutional basis for any politically appointed or elected branch inside of our government to have police force to use against other American citizens. That right was given to the state. The states, of course, had governors, and those governors had police forces that worked for the state, state police, their town police, so on and so forth. The FBI was created because, of, again, they said, well, there's no way for us to enforce any federal laws uh, against the states, and so we've got to have our own police force. The FBI immediately started going after the political enemies of those in charge, the power structures of the day, 100 years ago, uh, immediately weaponized the police force to start engaging in political prosecutions. And that continued. Now, I could talk to you about the anti-communists and the Red Scare and some of the initial stuff that Hoover did, some of the stuff that he did during World War II, but I'd like to fast forward to the 1960s when they started sending suicide letters to Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, yeah, that's right. You didn't know this about your FBI, did you? You didn't notice about the old FBI, something they've never even apologized for. The FBI sent suicide letters to Martin Luther King Jr., okay? They 
said in these letters, wrong link, I have it highlighted, Royce. They said in these letters, you know, what you should consider here, MLK, is maybe you should not engage in your civil rights activities. Maybe you should consider the fact that we've been spying on you uh, for the last 10 years. We have recordings of you engaging in sexual activities that are outside of your marital bounds, and you should just kill yourself. Did you know that your FBI did that? Did you know that your FBI drafted these kind of suicide letters to a man who has his own memorial on your national mall, to a man who has his words emblazoned in the Lincoln Memorial, I have a dream speech? Did you know that that's what your FBI was doing? Now, why were they doing that? Why were they writing MLK's suicide letters to him, encouraging him to kill himself? There is but one way out for you, the letter said, which King took as a suggestion, suicide. The letter called him a colossal fraud and an evil, abnormal beast, and of course included documents about King's sex lives, uh, often on a night-by-night basis, not making uh, any, I mean, I'm not like arguing that Martin Luther King should have cheated on his wife, which he did regularly, but the FBI certainly shouldn't have been recording all of it and eavesdropping on all of it and then ripping all of those files, including one containing an orgy, uh, and then sending those tapes to Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, there, there are lots of situations, especially as they involve the FBI, that don't include better angels on either side. Did you know this about the foremost civil rights leader? Did you know that that's what the FBI was doing? Why were they doing that? Well, what was this a part of? That's a little crazy that they would send him a suicide letter. Well, this is because of a special operation in the FBI called the Contel Pro operation. The Contel Pro operation is a counterintelligence program. It was a series of covert and illegal projects conducted by the FBI. The aimed at infiltrating and discrediting and disrupting American political organizations that what? That stood against the established power, political power in the country. Now, at the time, you were talking the 1960s, you're talking about Communist Party organizations, feminist organizations, anti-Vietnam War organizations, the Nation of Islam, the Black Panther movement. You're talking about, of course, the American Indian movement and Martin Luther King Jr. You're talking about civil rights movement. Did you know that in 1971, the FBI financed, armed, and controlled a right-wing extremist group? Former members of the Minutemen anti-communist paramilitary organization, transforming it into a group that would essentially be its own army. Their job was to target groups, activists, and leaders involved in anti-American, the anti-war movement, using intimidation tactics and violent tactics. Antifa. Contel Pro operated between 1956 and 1971. Many of the tactics using Contel Pro are openly illegal. They use psychological warfare, smearing individuals and groups, and forged documents, planting evidence, harassment, wrongful imprisonment, illegal violence, and assassination. They killed people. According to the Senate report, the FBI's motivation was protecting national security, preventing violence by killing people, and maintaining an existing social and political order. Isn't that interesting right there? 
that line. This was, of course, also the reason why they sent MLK suicide letters, wanting him to kill himself. To maintain the existing social and political order, that is what the FBI was doing. Their job was, of course, to institute a police force to protect the political power, which gave them power. And the FBI has not changed its charge. They have been doing this since the moment they were created. The FBI is a political police force that should not exist in America. You shouldn't have the capacity. I, I don't agree like with the communists or some of these radical feminists in the 1960s. I think these are garbage groups. I think these groups hurt America and continue to hurt America. They shouldn't be spied upon. They shouldn't have the FBI fund paramilitary organizations to discredit them, plant evidence, falsify evidence, and falsely imprison these people. Is the United States of America, or is it? Ladies and gentlemen, is it? What do you know about the United States of America and how our political system has operated in this country? Well, I'm about to do an entire show on how the FBI is essentially tried to rig an election against Donald Trump in the year 2016. And then after Donald Trump was elected, they failed there. After Donald Trump was elected, they did everything they could to kneecap him, to terrorize him, to cast a black Sabbath over his presidency, and to ensure that Donald Trump was far less effective than he could have been. But do you know that the American intelligence organizations and agencies have been doing this for decades to presidents? That presidents who threaten the political order and the political power that is given to the FBI and the intelligence communities, that they get kneecapped themselves. Before we get into Donald Trump, let us stop for a second and focus on the organization that sent suicide letters to MLK, that behaved by spying on Americans illegally for 20 years, that destroyed and ruined and sabotaged, maimed, killed, murdered, assassinated, destroyed the lives of innocent Americans for not having the correct political beliefs, the FBI, that same organization that somehow still exists today after doing all of this, that political organization has most likely already taken down a president, and his name wasn't Donald Trump. He was, in fact, the most popular president to ever serve in the office. His name was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon and the Watergate lie that you have been told by the reporters who so dutifully do the will and the service of our intel agencies, all of it is a fabrication. Tucker Carlson, literally moments before he was fired by Fox, started asking these questions, started pulling on these threads and asking, is Donald Trump the first president to have the intel agencies come after him and try and kneecap his administration? The answer to that was, no, actually. Watch. Oh, that. Wasn't Richard Nixon a criminal? Wasn't he despised by all decent people? <laughs> no, he wasn't. In fact, if any president could claim to be the people's choice, it was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon was reelected in 1972 by the largest margin of the popular vote ever recorded before or since. Nixon got 17 million more votes than his opponent. Less than two years later, he was gone. He was forced to resign. And in his place, an obedient servant of the federal agencies called Gerald Ford took over the White House. How did that happen? 
it's a long story, but here are the highlights, and they tell you a lot. Richard Nixon believed that elements in the federal bureaucracy were working to undermine the American system of government. And he said it was the Jews. Took a cough and can't say that. That's what Nixon said. They had been doing that for a long time. He often said that. He was absolutely right. On June 23, 1972, Nixon met with the then CIA director, Richard Helms, at the White House. During the conversation, which thankfully was tape recorded, Nixon suggested he knew, quote, who shot John, meaning President John F. Kennedy. Nixon further implied that the CIA was directly involved in Kennedy's assassination, which we now know it was. Helms' telling response, total silence. Nixon is asking all the wrong questions. You see, suddenly, the power structures shift. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the point of the show. That the power structures in the FBI and inside of our intelligence agencies are there only to protect not American interests, not American interests abroad, not you, the American people. They're not there to solve crimes. They are there to insulate power, to insulate their power specifically. And the people who protect them and feed their budgets and feed their pensions. This is when Old Testament takes over, family. After they killed Kennedy, uh, they didn't have uh, total control. They didn't have the necessary levels of power under their control. They had some, but they didn't have a lot. You can check the roster of the CIA, and you'll find a lot of Old Testament in there, okay? Uh, and remember, earlier the CIA was supposed to have been born out of skull and bones. Skull and bones was supposed to represent the WASP establishment. But when you look in, into the history of skull and bones, you find that they eventually let Old Testament in, okay? And it's like letting that camel put his head up under your tent. Once you get the head in, Eventually, he's inside the tent and you outside of it. So uh, the removal of Nixon by Old Testament was the beginning of the flexing of the muscle of Old Testament. That is the sole role. And when those power structures get challenged, whether it be Donald Trump or Richard Nixon, those people have to be done away with, along with the movements that put those people in power. You see, back in the 1960s, the threat to institutional power was, of course, the Black Panther movement, the Marxists, the feminists, MLK's civil rights movement. That was reshaping the dynamics of America. So those people had to be sabotaged, spied on. They had to be January 6th themselves. This is really the original January 6th, what the FBI did to those people. Winds of change, they move oh so briskly and oh so delightfully. And these power structures change over time. And in fact, the Marxists now are the power structures. And so they are the ones that must be protected against us, what they would call the right wing. Back in the 1960s, the FBI was a protective organization to the right wing. That was where it got its power. But even then, Richard Nixon, the most popular Republican president, the most popular president in American history, was able to be felled by the organization as soon as Nixon threatened their power. Watch. 
But for Nixon, it didn't matter because it was already over. Four days before, on June 19th, the Washington Post had published the first of many stories about a break-in at the Watergate office building. Washington Post, CIA family, even back then. Look at the history of the Washington Post. It'll blow your mind. They were deep into the occult. I'm talking about the husband and wife, Ben Bradley, and uh, oh, what was the other woman? Uh, but just Google Ben Bradley and his wife at the Washington Post. CIA then, CIA now. Unbeknownst to Nixon and unreported by the Washington Post, four of the five burglars worked for the CIA. The first of many dishonest Watergate stories was written by a 29-year-old Metro reporter called Bob Woodward. Who exactly was Bob Woodward? Well, he wasn't a journalist. Bob Woodward had no background whatsoever in the news business. Instead, Bob Woodward came directly from the classified areas of the federal government. Shortly before Watergate, Woodward was a naval officer at the Pentagon. He had a military intelligence. He worked regularly with the intel agencies. At times, Woodward was even detailed to the Nixon White House, where he interacted with Richard Nixon's top aide. Soon after leaving the Navy, for reasons that have never been clear, Woodward was hired by the most powerful news outlet in Washington and assigned the biggest story in the country. So Tucker Carlson began reporting on Watergate. Tucker Carlson began reporting on the reporters who broke the Watergate story, the intel agencies that hated Richard Nixon and were threatened by Richard Nixon even though they were there to protect right-wing power at the time, and that is well-documented. We've shown you the document. We've shown you the suicide alert. Here, check this out. This is from the, the FBI's own – this is from the FBI's own vault. Here we go. FBI MLK. You can literally look at the documents here. We'll, 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 we'll always show you the day. We'll always show you the documents. We'll always bring them to you. This is from the FBI's website. You can scroll through for hours. They've released thousands of pages on how they spied on and attempted to get Martin Luther King Jr. to kill himself. This is from the FBI, just in case you're wondering which InfoWars site I'm reading this from. This is from your FBI at FBI.gov. Okay? Here you go. Read them for yourself. So the question becomes this. If the FBI, even when it was protecting the right wing, would turn on a Republican president, then who exactly are the FBI protecting? How does the FBI operate? And the, the answer to that question is quite simple, actually. Is that the FBI only operates in favor of the FBI. The people who are subservient to it, well, they get a pass. The people who have affected the FBI in a positive way, they're able to get away with murder, quite literally, in this regard. And so that is why we have to go back a little bit more recent history to here, but back when Barack Obama was still president, he did an interview with Fox News, inexplicably, un- un- unthinkable that Joe Biden would sit and do an interview with Fox News or Newsmax now, but back in the day, Barack Obama sat down with Fox News, scum, total hack scum, Chris Wallace, and was asked about the FBI. Now remember, family, Barack Obama is a young guy is working for the CIA because his mama and his her immediate family, her mom and daddy, were all working for the intelligence community, okay, the whole damn family, including his stepdaddy, uh, Lolo Sotero, 
trained in Hawaii family and then became one of the wealthiest men in Indonesia. But they tell you Obama is broke. Let's keep going. And how it was performing as it pertained to the biggest news of the day, which was Hillary Clinton's multiple scandals, an investigation of Hillary Clinton's uh, defunct, defrauded global initiative organization, which was just a piggy bank for the Clintons, and then Hillary Clinton's use of a private server to transfer classified information over, which was undoubtedly hacked by our enemies. This was, of course, all of those things illegal. Barack Obama was asked, hey, how are you going to prevent the FBI, which you run, a police force that you run because you're the president, how are you going to prevent them from giving Hillary a pass because she's clearly the one that you've endorsed on the campaign trail? She's the one you want to succeed you. That was the plan all along, obviously. There should have never been a Joe Biden. The plan was Hillary Clinton gets eight years now. There, this is why Joe Biden was doing all of his deals. There was never supposed to be a Joe Biden presidency. It was supposed to be Hillary right now. Hillary is supposed to be in the middle of her second term. None of this was supposed to happen. This is why Joe Biden was so flippant with his money laundering and with his corrupt deals. This was never supposed to come out. Barack Obama, listen to this answer. It's telling. Chris Wallace, go. Can you direct the Justice Department to say Hillary Clinton will be treated as the evidence goes, she will not be in any way protected. I can guarantee that. And, and I can guarantee that not because I give uh, Attorney General Lynch a directive. That is institutionally how we have always operated. I do not talk to the Attorney General about pending investigations. I do not talk to FBI directors about uh, pending investigations. The, uh, we have a strict line uh, and always have maintained it for so, president ju just to button this up i you, guarantee it you i guarantee that there is no political influence in any investigation conducted by the justice department or the fbi not just in this case but in any case and she will be full stop period and she will be treated no guaranteed full stop nobody gets treated differently when it comes to the justice department because nobody is above the law even if she ends up as the Democratic How many times do I have to say, Chris? Guaranteed. Hillary Clinton will not have any political favoritism with my FBI. Guaranteed, says Barack Obama. You should play that tape every single show because that is the most bona fide lie of the Obama era. This side, and if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Because Barack Obama, in the exact same hand there, under the table, was directing, we now know because of the Durham report, directing the FBI to simply ignore Hillary Clinton, to ignore her crimes. We now officially know this. So let's start with the multiple different avenues that we have here in this report that dropped yesterday, a 300-page report. That dropped the Durham report. Here's absolutely what we know, ladies and gentlemen. And this is the uh, Technofog tweets, please. Here's absolutely what we know. 
We know, according to Durham's report, that the FBI looked the other way and was ordered by the Obama regime to not look into Hillary Clinton's crimes. In fact, that in that very moment, well, with one hand, Obama's on Fox News saying, oh, the FBI has never been a political organization. His agents at the FBI were not only ignoring Hillary's crimes, they were actively engaged in pushing fake narratives about Donald Trump. We know this because John Brennan went in and briefed Barack Obama and Joe Biden about Hillary's plan to create a fake narrative linking Putin to Donald Trump to damage him. Because, of course, you can't just have Hillary be the only person with a scandal. It has to be Donald Trump. You have to find something. Barack Obama got a briefing from John Brennan that this was all crap. They knew this was garbage. Barack Obama, when he was standing there on the stage, handing off the presidency to Donald Trump on Inauguration Day, January 20, 2017, knew that all of this was fake, that the Russia story was fake. Yet for three years, they not only allowed a special counsel to be appointed to look into Donald Trump and his connections to Russia, they went out. They exposed themselves to as much media as possible to demand and to tell the American people in no uncertain terms that Donald Trump was himself a Russian agent. I want to state that we've already told you this many, many times. These documents are fake. Everything was fake. We've covered this ad nauseum. But it is worth looking back at how vociferously they lie to you It is worth looking back and understanding this because you must understand your enemy. You must know what the FBI does. You must understand that the next step inside of an FBI lie is Operation Mockingbird. What is Operation Mockingbird? Operation Mockingbird is the FBI and the CIA literally paying reporters to report the lies that they wish to push on the American people. Because it sounds better coming from the bright sets and colorful sets on your TV screen or a personality that you trust in news. Like this. Watch. Agent of the Russians. Yes, I, I think there's more evidence than Agent. it is. Yes, and I, I think all the arrows point in that direction. I haven't seen a single. This is Eric Swalwell who got busted uh, having sex with a Chinese spy named Ling Ling. Okay, of course he's Old Testament. And this is on, uh, what is this, MSNBC with this guy, Chris, who got fired. I don't know his last name. A piece of evidence that he's not. I think he's afraid of the president of Russia. Why? Um, well, I think one can speculate as to why, uh, that the Russians may have something on him uh, that they could always roll out and make his life more difficult. This past weekend is illustrative of uh, what a great case officer uh, Vladimir Putin is. He knows how to handle uh, an asset, and that's what he's doing with the president. The American people need to know whether the Russians still have something they can hold over the president's head, the president of the United States. Uh, So our work is far from done. I can certainly say with confidence that there is significant evidence of collusion uh, between the campaign and Russia. There's evidence, hard evidence, Adam Schiff says. 
oh, oh Adam Schiff's just pencil knife, just a ding dong from a super deep blue district in California. What, what were the Democrat leaders, the people with gavels, the people with actual power saying? What about the, the, the heads of the party? The, certainly, without, with the entire Obama regime out, there, it falls to one person in Washington, D.C. to be the leader of the Democrat Party. That one person was clearly Nancy Pelosi. She was in charge of the Democrats in the House. She held the gavel. But she wouldn't be so reckless, right, as to go along with this lie. Uh, this week, we saw cold, hard evidence of the Trump campaign and the Trump family eagerly intending to collude possibly with Russia, a hostile foreign power to influence American elections. In the month, again, as we celebrate the courage of our founders, Republicans in Congress have become enablers of the Trump-Russia assault on our democracy. After these latest revelations, it's becoming clear we have suffered a desecration of our democracy not seen since Watergate. Our democracy. Speaker Ryan must allow a vote on an outside independent kit mission to get to the bottom of the Trump campaign's role in Russia's assault on our democracy and prevent Putin from ever doing it again immediately. Outside independent commission. It's not just about what happened in the past. It's to prevent it from happening again. Notice how she mentioned Watergate there. Did you notice that? Another deep state operation. Going back through these old reels and these old uh, press conferences, it's worth remembering. It's worth remembering what they did to you. And it's worth remembering how they see you. Isn't it incredible, the bizarre world that we live in? How dangerously close this country is to the brink. If you can't share facts, if you're willing to do this to an entire movement that beat your ass at the polls in 2016, if you're willing to do this because what they really did was steal a president from you. So what they actually did, they stole a president from you. You elected Donald Trump squarely and fairly, even though they told you not to even though they told you that there was zero chance of Donald Trump becoming president. You elected him, was according, of course, to the FBI and the way that it's structured. You threatened institutional power. What did that report from the FBI have to say on Contel Pro? What was the point of Con the Operation Contel Pro? Well, in order to protect institutional power, Protecting national security, preventing violence, and maintaining existing social and political order. That's what the FBI's own motivation was for spying on its citizens, for throwing its own citizens in jail, to maintain existing social and political order. Hillary was the existing political order. You were supposed to get Hillary Clinton, and you were supposed to like it. And you said no. In fact, you handed Donald Trump the most Shocking presidential victory in American history, and they'll never get over it, proven time and time again, including three years into Donald Trump's term. Hillary Clinton sitting down for an interview saying Donald Trump knows what he did. He knows that he stole this election. Hillary, the election denier, do you remember? 
for our future, the damage being done to our values, our institutions, and try to think of ways that I can help those who are on the front lines of the fight. Your name doesn't come up much mm -hmm. on any campaign except for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Lock her up is still mm -hmm. a big popular align. Yeah. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. He knows. He knows that there were a bunch of different reasons why the election turned out the way it did. And I take responsibility for those parts of it that I should, but it was like applying for a job and getting 66 million letters of uh, recommendation and losing to a corrupt human tornado. And so I know that he knows that this wasn't on the level. I don't know that we'll ever know everything that happened, but clearly we know a lot and are learning more every day and history will probably sort it all out. So of course he's obsessed with me. And I believe that it's a guilty conscience in so much. We'll never really know what fully happened with Donald Trump. We'll, we'll never really know, Hillary Clinton said, not too long ago, living inside of the delusion that Donald Trump was the corrupt one. My God. We're about to tear through this Durham report. We're about to rip into it. We'll show you all of the good and bad and all of the bloody. But first, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, there is absolutely nothing more devastating than the people who view you as the enemy. And that is ultimately the result of this report. Factual finding inside of this report the real finding is that, as ever, the FBI and the superstate protects itself, and they view the American people and the American public as the enemy. This was your suicide letter. The, the Steele dossier, the Russia collusion hoax, this was the suicide letter. This was the Watergate of a different era, but to Donald Trump and to his supporters. We're in charge. We control narratives. We control institutional power, and you get nothing. And if you dare to send someone to Washington, D.C. to be in charge of us that we did not tell you to send to be in charge of us, well, then we will sabotage and destroy him. And we'll, in turn, destroy your voice and vote as well. This is a black Sabbath. It's dark what this report found. Here's just the start. The Fox News alert, it only took four years, but the Durham report has finally dropped. And he found out what everybody already knew. The whole Trump-Russia collusion story was a giant hoax started by Democrats. The FBI knew it was a hoax, the CIA knew it was a hoax, and Barack Obama knew it was a hoax. Everybody knew it was a hoax the whole time, but they acted like it was real. The CIA knew Hillary started the Russia collusion story, and then went in and told Barack Obama all about it, that she was trying to link Trump with Russia to distract from her email scandal. But this is the best part, the P-tape. You know what they said in the Steele dossier, that Trump peed on prostitutes at the Ritz-Carlton in Moscow? Well, at first we thought that Hillary got the Russians to make the story up. But it turns out Hillary's guy made up the P-P-tape lie, and then they just pinned it on a Russian. Does it feel like you live in an actual country anymore? Or does it feel like you live inside of exactly what our forefathers fought against? Taxation, 
without representation. They steal and they take your money and they'll put you in jail. And if you dare put someone in Washington, D.C., send someone to Washington, D.C. that they don't like, they'll destroy him. And you know what? Even the most rabid, bloodthirsty, raving lunatics, anti-Trump, so anti-Trump they won't say his name. People like Jake Tapper, people like Anderson Cooper refuse to say the name Donald Trump. Remember, family, Jake Tapper's wife said her favorite restaurant in Washington, D.C., was Comet Ping Pong. That's right. The very same place where James Alafonte, whose name, his last name, once you unravel it, is Hail Satan. I'm sorry, Satan Life. James Alafontes. He was the owner of Comet Pizza, where the children were coming up missing. Watch this, family. James Alephantis, who is a devout pedophile and homosexual, was dating at the time the little white boy that runs Media Matters, whose name is escaping me right now. It's important to know these little sidebar details so that you don't look at this thing from a myopic point of view. These people, even then, are broken by these revelations. An astonishing clip from CNN yesterday. Jake Tapper, of all people, saying that this bottom line is that Donald Trump has been now fully and totally exonerated. Listen. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans vote for. It it is, regardless, devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. does exonerate Donald Trump. Now, keep in mind, family, that dude who's probably the number one anchor on CNN, his wife says... Her most favorite restaurant in Washington, D.C. is Comet Ping Pong. And that should tell you what you need to know about so-called Jake Tapper. Donald Trump on Truth Social, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump saying, wow, after extensive research, special counsel John Durham concludes the FBI never should have launched the Trump-Russia probe In other words, the American public was scammed, just as it was scammed right now by those who do not want to see greatness in America. General Flynn, who was himself a target of the FBI, was taken out of the Trump administration. He was the national security advisor. He was effectively had his career assassinated because of filthy, dirty, Tricks, suicide letters sent to him by the FBI. But America's pissed, Trump is pissed, I'm pissed, rightly so, after the release of the Durham report. How do we get our country back from our duly elected uh, POTUS? The missteps Durham said to have been fixed are all still in place. Don't kid yourself. The FBI needs to be completely shut down, and it must happen in any new administration that enters the White House. 
Ideas about reforms are fine, but not until a complete shutdown occurs. All parties' political candidates running for POTUS must have the complete restoration of faith in the federal government as their top priority. No more games. People that committed the crimes such as treason and or sedition against the American people must be held accountable. There must be no statute of limitations and no rocks to hide under. My lawsuit against the DOJ and the uh, executive office of the president aside, the DOJ doesn't get to go after those who perpetrated these crimes, including the current POTUS. We have no, we no longer have a system of justice that is responsive to the needs of the American people. The rule of law that I fought for will be dead. We either have a fair, unbiased, and functioning justice system, or we live under the yoke of tyranny, ruled by a small group of oligarchical elites who will dictate how we will live as a nation. Michael Flynn is a patriot. Michael Flynn was sabotaged by the FBI because he was so skilled in understanding how the deep state operated. He was a four-star general within this system. He understood this system. He fought back against the Iran deal, against what Obama was doing in Afghanistan, Iraq, the war on terror. He fought back against this deep state system, and they got him. For what, a phone call with a Russian? They took this man down, and they took down so many other people. I mean, I know so many people inside of the Trump administration, top-level people. You see them on TV. They're buddies of mine. They're friends of mine. I lived in Washington, D.C. It is impossible to overstate how black of a Sabbath this was for the administration. It made everyone scared of their own shadow because there was a special counsel appointed, because Donald Trump, uh, rightly or wrongly, just did not know how to manage uh, the fact that he had his own attorney general recuse himself. Donald Trump knew these were lies from day one. He called it all a scam, a hoax from day one. But places like CNN ran with this for four years. How did CNN sound yesterday? Listen. Uh, now an investigation that's four years in the making, and uh, we finally have the conclusions uh, more than 300 pages uh, released by the Justice Department. Now, uh, it has now been uh, transmitted to members of Congress who also are going to want to bring John Durham in uh, to, uh, to review some of the findings. But the bottom line is this. The, uh, the investigation found uh, that the FBI failed in many, many ways, things that we already knew from a previous uh, Inspector General report. And I'll read you just a part of it, uh, uh, of John Durham's conclusion. He says, Based on the review of Crossfire Hurricane and related intelligence activities, we conclude that the department and the FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report. This Where is the Dominion lawsuit against CNN, against MSNBC, against the people who peddled this crap? You know the basic narrative. And that's all that was confirmed yesterday. There was nothing that really was bombshell that would surprise you yesterday in the report. The basic narrative is thus. Hillary Clinton created a fabrication of collusion with Trump and Russia, said that to the FBI. The FBI bought it hook, line, and sinker, and then appointed a special counsel to look into it, sabotaging the Trump administration, sabotaging the people who could work with the Russians, work for uh, 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 in diplomatic capacities, in military capacities. They already had the Ukraine war concocted and put together. Donald Trump was standing in their way. They needed to make an, a global and geopolitical enemy of Russia. 
Donald Trump wanted peace. They had to smear him. They had to slime him. And they used the intelligence agencies to give credit to the dossier. They they used the intelligence agencies as a facade in order to be their own political persecution from within Donald Trump's own administration. I'm not one to criticize Trump. He gets enough of it. But I'll tell you this, man, damn it. The naivete of, like, holding hands with James Comey, not firing it. Donald Trump had every right on hour zero of his administration. He walks out. He sees Barack Obama off into the helicopter. He gets into the beast, and then he fires them all. Every political appointee, everyone, all of them, gone. Let me add this, family. Sister Bea, I know you recall. The family may not. We said the very first thing, this is before he got elected, the very first thing that Orange Man had to do was to set up a special unit with police powers to remove the FBI and the CIA and everybody else connected with them. And that's why it's important for the family not to be myopic in their views that when you see black people sitting up on CNN lying through their teeth that they don't, in fact, work for the intelligence community. They do. That's why they're there. And you also said during that time, too, that mostly all the people that were sitting up there as anchors were CIA. Yes. Yes, that go all the way back to Operation Mockingbird that was exposed during the church committee, but they never told you who the anchors were. They never told you what media personalities were working for the CIA. Remember, family, uh, what's the little white boy's name? Uh, I'm running a blank on it again. But I just told you last week that this dude was the one that was charged with, and of course he's Old Testament, with taking the fake story on Trump Russia to the Washington Post. And I told you, I've been following this dude, tracking the stuff that he wrote since the 19, late 1980s, Michael Isikoff. Michael Isikoff. Straight up Mossad slash CIA operative. Uh, Worried to become president again. But the naivete that Donald Trump could come in and work with people like James Comey and work with Andrew McCabe and work with Peter Strzok and work with Lisa Page and work with these people, uh, that was arguably, maybe inarguably, the greatest mistake of the presidency. Not cleaning house on day one. That is what Matt Gates is calling for. Matt Gates is out saying – what the Durham report did not, which is that there must be horrific and painful consequences to the people who did this. The Durham report says that these things have been fixed. The FBI released a statement yesterday saying, oh, well, we fixed it all. Matt Gates, we have to defang and defund the FBI. Matt Gates suggests FBI agents should be indicted. Durham report that found no Trump collusion with Russia. The Bureau issued a groveling statement of apology. Matt Gates saying that's not good enough, and I agree. 
I think that we have to deauthorize, defang, and defund many of these authorities and entities and uh, different task forces that actually converted the just and righteous act of protecting our country with the desire to have a particular political candidate win or lose. And in a proper world, Republicans and Democrats would be able to work together on this. Because it wasn't all that long ago, the FBI was a right-wing organization weaponized against civil rights leaders and Mm -hmm. others. And it was wrong then, and it's wrong now. Wasn't that long ago that the FBI was a right-wing organization weaponized against civil rights leaders? Again, It's worth just tossing up the headline. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. This from Insider, certainly, certainly not a, uh, certainly not a right-wing publication, but it's worth just just staring deeply into the headline uh, of what the FBI was doing just a few years ago. Just, I mean, literally in your in your lifetime, depending on how old you are, you could have lived through the FBI sending suicide letters to MLK. The FBI tried to blackmail Martin Luther King Jr. with a suicide letter and recordings of his orgies. How did the FBI get microphones into MLK's orgies? Yes, he took them because he was in the orgies too. Do you think the FBI somehow changed in 55 years from its stated goal of protecting and, I quote, maintaining the existing social order and political power? No, of course not. In the 1980s, on the same Negro radio station that I can't stand to listen to, one of the women, one of Martin King's girlfriends, because he had girlfriends all over the country, that's not to disparage the work that he did, okay? That's just to, to understand, family, that if you are human, there's a good possibility that you will have feet of clay, okay? And I ain't mad at Martin King for liking women. At least he wasn't like Obama liking men. And children. It's just a political power. Thank you, Bear. Talking about succulent, 50,000 succulent hot dogs from Chicago. Or some change. The civil rights leaders, the Marxists at the time, now the FBI protects them. Ladies and gentlemen, in just one moment, we are going to be joined on the program by a man that I am most excited to talk about, given this subject matter, Mike Davis, the best Republican lawyer and lawfare uh, agent in our movement. I'm going to skip Mike Davis this time, okay, because he's just going to reiterate some of the things that we already know, all right? But what I want to do now is play one more piece, family. Bear with me here. But I think that just listening to that one, one of the things that should jump out at you is exactly what he said we've been saying all the time. They're running the same playbook. They called it COINTELPRO back then. We called it psycho-intel-pro today because of the use of psychology, overwhelmingly conjunction with technology that they didn't have back then, okay? So, again, we're kind of a little bit ahead of the curve here because we got the history. We were back there then, and that's why it's important Sister Bear, that when we tell people 
about groups like Antifa, that's the FBI. That's why they never get arrested. Do you know that when the little white girl climbed through the window in the Capitol and the Negro shot her, do you know the tape, I mean the recording that was filming that, was being recorded by one of the higher-ups in Antifa, a black guy named Jay something family. That's how deep this is. He didn't get arrested. He took the video. He inside the Capitol because his daddy worked for military intelligence. They got this dude on film making speeches talking about overthrowing the government to other Antifa members that he was connected to. All right? Black Lives Matter is FBI. Family. Go ahead, Bill. You want to say something? No. Uh-uh, I'm listening. So... It's important, and I'm not talking about every single member. I'm talking about the leadership. Because just based on what we know right now with the misappropriation of funds, they stinky asses ought to be in prison. You hear me? And by the way, I happen to have known a minister, I've recounted this story before, who was in those orgies. All right? And he admitted it to myself and Brother Mike. Okay? And he told me if I ever needed anything, because he was connected to the gills with the political thing here in Chicago, his son owned two gas stations in the loop in Chicago. We're talking about a black man. That don't happen in that area unless you connect it to, through your jawbone to the body politic. All right? But I felt that he said, all you have to do is go tell my son. He'll give you what you need, whatever you need. And that's from him hearing us talk about the various topics in terms of who controlled this country, who were the spies in the black organizations, and I turned him down. Why? Because I can guarantee you most people wouldn't have. His son was a multimillionaire through him. And I'm going to tell you why. We're going to go ahead on. Because if you ain't got your integrity, what do you really have? you just a hoe. And that's who's governing what's going on in the black community today. Hoes. Who won't say nothing about the venom. Who won't say nothing about the criminal behavior inflicted on black people by the Democratic Party because they all hoes. 
one more piece of family. You'll find this interesting, at least I hope, as well. Check this. Never happened, yet please explain this. Major retailer Target has launched a new, quote, pride collection, and a good chunk of the products are targeted towards, guess who, children and toddlers. We got some stuff to get into as Target goes full Bud Light, possibly even worse, so let's roll the tape. All right, folks, take a look at some of these clips. Target because I heard that their new prize collection was out. So let's take a look. This is a special swimsuit. It is invented for cucking. Live, laugh, lesbian. Are they amoebas? These don't even look like people. Queer queers. This right here. These are baby clothes. They say that grooming isn't happening. Then why are there pride baby onesies? Trans people will always exist. This is the ugliest shirt I've ever seen. I don't care if you're queer. Why would you wear this? This is ugly. Kids going to a, a pride parade. You got a little pride skirt for your kid. Super queer. It's like a, it's like a superpower. Honestly, Target, what is going on? This is pretty disgusting. Now, I don't even get why it's an issue of contention. This campaign to me is purely unacceptable. Again, it's the exact same concept. People have an issue with CRT being pushed onto children. Democrats say, oh, that's fake news. CRT isn't being pushed onto children. Of course, we know the reality. In the same case here, mostly the view is live and let live. I don't care what you do as an adult if you're 18 years old, but don't push these adult concepts onto young, impressionable, developing children. They say, oh, well, that's not happening. And then the reality, you think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny. Just this once, you're correct. We're coming for them. That right there is what's going on. And that was also one of the major issues with Bud Light's campaign. As stated from their vice president of marketing, their intention was to leave behind the old fratty look and to target a new, younger consumer. Well, I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do. What that was the San Francisco choir. Did you hear him, Sister Bear? Did you hear the lyric? What did it say? I couldn't hear what it said. What did it say? We're coming for your children. That was the lyrics in the song. Okay. The San Francisco choir. Okay, now I got the wrong video. I wasn't supposed to play this video. This is not the one I thought I had queued up. And I can't find it, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Is, I don't want to play any more. Is that the one where they're showing the uh, transgender ch- uh, clothes for the uh, children and the baby? Yes, that's being sold out of Target. Yeah, I saw that. See? Uh all the rainbow stuff at a Target. Now, I don't go in Target. I bet you I've been in Target maybe once in my life. All right? So I can't imagine 
why anybody would have to go to Target. Now, I'll say that that video is relevant only in terms of the FBI and its origin where its first director, Gay Edgar Hoover, was a closet homosexual that everybody know about now. So the very beginning of the FBI uh, is homosexuality. So it should be and come as no surprise that today the FBI is heavy into kink. That should be no surprise once you go back to its origin. Don't get caught in myopia. So now, let me go here, because you heard that was uh, Benny Johnson, the Benny show, that first longer video that I played. Man, I wish I could find that video. I'm not going to find it. I don't know where it is. And I got 300 websites opened at the top of my screen. I'm not going to find it. But as you can see, based on what he was saying, it's the same thing that we have been saying. Okay? And that the people that these people are trying to push on you as your representatives have absolutely nothing to do with you. And I got to repeat. The NAACP has openly said that it works directly with the FBI. So we say it's now the NAALGBT. And that is what they represent. That's why you see Joe Biden at uh, Howard University. That's why you see Hillary Clinton going to black churches. Okay? But she and the FBI are synonymous with each other. And anybody that get out or get in their way End up in heavy metal. Shot three times. Shot three times in the back with a shotgun with their hands tied behind their back hanging from a tree. Suicide. Go ahead, Bill. No, I was just saying you're not talking about heavy metal music. No, I'm talking about bullets. Now, let's go here to Zero Heads real quick, family. FBI leadership sabotaged Clinton Foundation investigations. That's in the Durham report. See, because if you're watching that fake media, they ain't going to tell you a damn thing about any of this. All right? Uh, Many of Many of them are probably in hiding now. I know that Dyke Maddow, 
I know she hadn't. Because her favorite phrase is, the walls are closing in. Is she not on MSNBC no more? I don't know. Oh. I, I have no clue. Okay. But if she is, she's she's probably got a mask on. Let's go to this article from Zero Head. Because this, this goes to the heart uh, of the uh, perceived power of people like Hillary Clinton, who've been all over the place, all around the world, still exercising privilege when she's at the forefront of trying to overthrow a government otherwise known as a coup d'etat, along with Barack Obama and Joe Biden. They say, remember the Clinton Foundation, which took millions in foreign donations when everyone thought Hillary Clinton was going to win the 2016 election, only to see donations plummet by 90% after she lost. They say, now we learn, thanks to the Durham report, that the FBI had three concurrent investigations into the Clinton Foundation which was shut down during the 2016 election year by top brass. Bev, you know who they're talking about when they say top brass at the FBI. They're talking about that six-foot-eight-inch faggot, James Comey. They shut it down, along with Obama's uh, head of the DOJ, the black woman, allegedly a black woman. Okay. They say, as a ter- uh, Durham scope included the FBI investigations directed at the Hillary Clinton campaign. It seemed the purpose of that review was to assess and compare the favorable treatment received by Clinton to the targeting of Trump. They say the final, the first investigation involved an FBI tip from a comprehensive human source that a foreign government was sending a person to contribute to Clinton's anticipated presidential campaign as a way to gain influence with Clinton should she win the presidency. An FBI field office sought a Pfizer against the foreign contributor and made that request to FBI headquarters, which ignored it for four months. Four months they ignored it due to the fact that they were careful that Clinton was involved. According to one agent, they were pretty tippy-toeing around Hillary Rodham Clinton because there was a chance she would be the next president. They say the Pfizer was approved it was approved 
on the condition that the FBI give defensive briefings to Clinton. So they supposed to be investigating her, but they got to give her briefings on everything that they do so she can basically stop or direct them where she wants them to go. Okay? They say the second Clinton investigation involved the same comprehensive human source who in November 2015 reported to the FBI that another foreign government was looking to contribute to the Clinton campaign, quote, in exchange for the protection of that country's interests should Clinton become president. That comprehensive human source would end up making a $2,700 donation to the Clinton campaign on behalf of a foreign insider in violation of federal law which bans contributions by foreign nationals. The comprehensive human source told their handling FBI agent that, quote, they, the campaign, were okay with it, yet they were fully aware from the start, unquote, of the contribution being made on behalf of the foreign interests. Who was the FBI's confidential human source that caught the Clinton campaign in an illegal activity? Thanks to great work by the talented Fool Nelson, that's his, uh, I'm assuming that's his website name, Fool Nelson, okay? But the work that he did showed a $2,700 contribution from Bev. This is somebody I said, again, from day one, he tried to act like he was being hounded by the intelligence community, and he's all over many of the conservative talk shows, right? He's a multimillionaire. His name is Patrick Byrne. Patrick Byrne. All right? He claimed that the intelligence community was going to try to kill him because he had the inside scoop on the Clintons. Come to find out, and he admitted that he had done uh, work for the intelligence community. I remember when this dude came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden he was all over the place playing the victim, Okay. And in some cases, uh, acting like he was uh, semi-retarded, okay? And I'm looking at this guy, and I'm saying, you know what? No, this does not add up. The intelligence community don't work like that, particularly when it comes to the Clintons, all right? They'll find you with no arms and no head and say that you committed suicide. Okay. That's the Clintons. That's the Clintons. I've been uh, tracking for 30 some years. Now, they go on to say uh, uh, we have this admission from Patrick Byrne himself. They go on to say somehow the FBI did not obtain copies of the illegal payments and the comprehensive 
uh, human sources, FBI handlers, that's Patrick Burns, could not explain why this apparent illegal contribution was not documented in FBI records. Instead, the FBI handling agent told the comprehensive human source, Burns, to stay away from all events relating to the Clinton campaign. Later on, this uh, human source, Burns, who had, a, who had essentially called a member of the Clinton campaign facilitating illegal contributions, was admonished by the FBI. Durham questioned how the FBI could reconcile giving defensive briefings to the Clinton campaign while denying defensive briefings to the Trump campaign. He compared the FBI and DOJ's measured approach to the Clinton campaign investigation to the speed at which the FBI ran with crossfire hurricanes. He also contrasted how the FBI made almost, quote, no effort to investigate the possible illegal campaign contribution, unquote, to the Clinton campaign or, quote, the Clinton campaign's purported acceptance of a campaign contribution made by the FBI's own long-term source. That would be Patrick Burns, meaning he had been an FBI informant for a long time. They say the other Clinton investigation during review, the investigation into, quote, possible criminal activity involving the Clinton Foundation, unquote, demonstrated yet again favorable treatment received by Clinton from FBI leadership. According to Durham, the Clinton Foundation case uh, opening communication said this. The Little Rock and New York field officers investigation included predication based on source reporting that identified foreign governments that had made or offered to make contributions to the foundation in exchange for favorable or preferential treatment from Clinton, unquote. Despite this evidence, the DOJ and FBI leadership essentially sabotaged the Clinton Foundation investigation. The DOJ was hostile to the Clinton Foundation presentations from the FBI field offices. At a February 2016 FBI meeting to discuss the Clinton Foundation investigation, Assistant Director Andrew McKay ordered the cases to be closed. He would reconsider that demand following objections. However, any overt investigative steps needed McKay's approval. And remember, family, McKay was one of the ones that early on got fired as one of the higher-ups that participated in the coup against Owens Man. Okay? Uh, and, and I got to add this while it's still on my mind so I won't forget. Today's family, it was uh, uncovered that the Department of Justice removed all of the IRS agents from the case involving Tyrone Bigham, a.k.a. Hunter Biden. One of the major 
members that was running that IRS investigation had become a whistleblower and said he had direct evidence that the Department of Justice was not running a creditable criminal investigation into Tyrone Bigham. This is exactly the same thing, right, that got Nixon watergated, that had him removed. That's called obstruction of justice. Okay, family? So that's your attorney general, Old Testament, right? That's him at work looking for white supremacy while they cover up criminal activity. Now this this um so they acted like they was investigating but they won't wasn't. And so Patrick Burns, was he the CEO of Overstock? Yes. Yes. And they, I'm were, sure and they were doing all that Overstock. And they were ahead, doing all that uh, pedophile with their furniture. That is correct. Mm. That is correct. Yeah, I remember that. I'm glad you did, Bear. And I did too, but I couldn't remember the name of most of the stuff because it's just so much stuff. And notice the connections, family. I accidentally played the piece dealing with Target. And we got another target right here in front of us who, thanks to Bev and her memory, lets you know that no matter where we go, we find these damn pedophiles because the Clinton Foundation was being used to finance covert operations, killings, murders, right, Uh, financing Fake Muslim groups, along with Soros, Bill Gates, uh, Omar uh, uh, Mokhtahir, I can't pronounce his name. These are the tech guys, and and he's uh, Egyptian. So he directly financed Omadiah, I, I, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Anyway. He was one of the owners of uh, PayPal. All right? So as you can see, when we don't have them blinders on and only can see what's in front of us, we begin to see a lot of things hooking up. And so there you go with overstock and the pedophile move. It's always in the mix. Let's keep going here and finish up with this article. They say, despite the evidence, the DOJ and FBI leadership essentially sabotaged the Clinton Foundation investigation. This is in Durham's report. The DOJ was hostile to the Clinton Foundation presentations from the FBI field, blah, 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 blah. They were going to say in terms of Andrew McCabe, the assistant director of the FBI, he would reconsider uh, that demand following objections. However, any overt investigative steps needed McCabe's approval. 
In May 2016, FBI Director Comey would, through an intermediary, demand the New York field office cease and desist their Clinton Foundation investigation. And in August 2016, as the presidential election approached, the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District, that's where the Negroes are trying to jam up Trump right now, and uh, that's where the fake verdict was rendered with this lunatic against Orange Man last week. Okay? Anyway, they say they declined to issue subpoenas to the FBI New York field office in support of their Clinton Foundation investigation because it's all criminal. Okay? Then they give you a little point here. They say, recall that Andrew McCabe's wife, and we talked about this when it happened, Sister Bear, accepted nearly $700,000 from Clinton ally, then Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe, to support her run for a Senate legislative seat in Virginia. We talked about that when it happened. No conflict of interest, none whatsoever. That was the payoff to McCabe through his wife because they couldn't give it to him directly. So they made a $700,000 contribution from the Democratic Party through another criminal that somehow got elected as the governor of Virginia. That lets you know how uninformed the people in Virginia really are. Because you don't get no sleazier than Terry McAuliffe. They say, meanwhile, a guy who made a meme tricking people into voting for Clinton from home is facing 10 years in prison while those guilty of actual election interference are not. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. We got one more piece, Bill. You getting ready to say something? I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay, I have I, my I, on. Okay, I, I thought you was uh, going to say something. But <laughs> it, this shows you the level, family. Uh, again, I can't stress this enough. Because of myopia, black people think Barack Obama was their friend. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Many of us think Barack Obama was our friend because many of us think he was black without any evidence. All we said was, he got a black wife and some black children. Does he really? Does he really? Okay. Let's keep going. Now, this adds on to what we just got to uh, talking about, and this is from uh, Lee Smith, all right, who's an author, wrote uh, several books. It's called The Durham Cover-Up. 
and it's from leesmith.locals.com. The Durham cover-up. Did XCA director John John Brennan doctor his notes to hide his role in Russiagate? John Brennan, former CIA chief, claims he briefed Obama and Biden and about Clinton plans to smear Trump as a Russian agent. Now, didn't we just play you the piece with uh, Chris Wallace basically saying and asking Barack Obama if the uh, DOJ or the intelligence community, the FBI, was going to interfere in the election? And did you hear what Obama said? By the way, eyes were blinking 100 miles a minute. Nobody eyes blink that much unless they got something in it. And what was in his eyes was a lie. That's why he couldn't stop blinking. Okay? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. How many times are you going to ask that same question, Chris? What a what a foul, foul closet individual. Foul. Trying to imitate a black man. Son of a. You see, family, y'all know. My enmity is much harsher on black people because of our standing in this society. When when you got a Negro criminal that would use black people to get somewhere and then turn around and blame you for your own condition. Pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. A rising tide uh, lifts all boats. Stop your whining and go to the polls. They say, reading through the newly released Durham report, there's a lot to absorb, and I plan to be filling several re- or filing several reviews in the coming days. But it struck me that the section of the report detailing an aspect of John Brennan's role in the Clinton campaign and Obama administration's operation targeting Trump and his aide was most urgent. The only genuine piece of Russian intelligence that U.S. spy services ever received about Donald Trump's ties to Russia was intelligence that Russia knew Hillary Clinton back the 2016 campaign plan to smear Trump as a Russian agent. According to John Durham's 300-page report, the information reached the CIA in late July 2016. Brennan told Durham that on August the 3rd, he briefed Obama at the White House on what the special counsel refers to as the Clinton plan intelligence. Others in attendance at the meeting were Vice President Joe Biden, Attorney General Loretta Lynch. That's who I was trying to think of yesterday. It wasn't the other girl. Okay. It was Loretta Lynch. FBI Director James Comey. Okay. 
He briefing all of them. This is according to Durham's report. So they all knew because they all planned it. They say, imagine Comey's reaction when he first heard of the Clinton plan intelligence only days after the July 31st start date for the FBI's investigation into Trump's alleged ties to Russia, codenamed Crossfire Hurricane. So if it's just a dirty trick staged by the Clinton campaign, I should shut down the Trump-Russia probe, right? Right. There's little chance Brennan said anything about the Clinton plan intelligence in that August the 3rd meeting. Reading the Durham report, it's not even clear when Brennan first found out about it or the September 2016 CIA memo referring the Clinton plan intelligence to the FBI's counterintelligence division. Brennan's handwritten notes memorializing his alleged, allegedly briefing Obama on the Clinton plan and the CIA's referral letter will both be classified by Trump's director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, in October 2020. Okay? Now, family, that's part of what they were looking for when they raided, the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. Orange Man had the documentation and probably still has it that shows all these connections. All right? Which means that these people basically committed treason. Period. Now, they say Dunn's report sheds light on how the information and subsequent CIA memo were received, who knew about them, and perhaps more significantly, who didn't. According to the report, Virtually none of the officials interviewed by Durham knew about the Clinton plan intelligence or the referral memo. Former FBI general counsel James Baker, yes, that's the same James Baker that then moved on over to Twitter where he just left not long ago and was basically censoring people and stealing data before he got fired by Elon Musk. He was the lawyer, the chief lawyer for the FBI. Okay, and by the way, he's Old Testament. So he went right over to Twitter with the other intelligence operatives all over the, this social media insanity. Okay. And he was right at home until the first Noel came to town and fired his ass. Only after he got caught stealing data, deleting stuff. Okay? But he didn't he never went to jail, family. From either place. These are your good Democrats. All right. It's a criminal, and I mean criminal organization. 
So they say, former FBI general counsel James Baker stated that he had neither seen nor heard of the Clinton plan intelligence or the resulting referral memo prior to his interview with Durham. Same with Supervisory Special Agent 1, reportedly FBI agent Joe Pienka. According to the report, when Durham showed Pienka the information, he became visibly upset and emotional, left the interview room with his counsel, and subsequently returned to state emphatically that he had never been apprised of the Clinton plan intelligence and had never seen the aforementioned referral memo. But he was verbally, I mean physically, shook up and had to leave the room only to get slapped in his face by his counsel, who probably told him, get your ass back in that room and lie as much as you got to lie, and I got your back. Or you will be introduced to heavy metal. Okay? They say, Supervisory Special Agent 1 expressed a sense of betrayal that no one had informed him of the intelligence. They say, the reason so few FBI officials knew of the Clinton plan information is because it was buried. Otherwise, it would have implicated senior Obama officials, the president and vice president, and his security chiefs, and the Crossfire Hurricane team in an illegal surveillance and propaganda operation targeting a presidential campaign. Durham just told you that the whole thing was being run by the FBI in conjunction with the CIA through the Five Eyes. That's where the Australian ambassador who tried to hook up Papadopoulos, okay, he was to set up Papadopoulos, introduce him to some intelligence folks in Britain at this school, I forget the name of the school, Okay, and then one other intelligence operative disappeared for damn near a year. I forget his name too. They were looking all over the place for him. All right, but that's just to show you the five eyes were heavily involved in this thing. All right, all roads lead to the city of London. If there was an assassination attempt on Putin. It was given the go-ahead by the new king of Britain. They say, uh, but how did the Russians know it started with Hillary Clinton? Did they have spies buried deep inside the Democratic National Committee? Maybe Christopher Steele, British ex-spy, an author of the Clinton-funded memos tying Trump to Russia had been compromised by one of the Russian oligarchs he worked for. No, you wouldn't have needed an intelligence service to find out the Clinton campaign was using Moscow as an instrument to smear 
the GOP candidate. By the end of July, much of the anti-Trump campaign was public. Check this out, family. As I explained in my 2019 book, The Plot Against the President, the media piece of Russiagate started in the winter of 2016 when pro-Clinton reporters, pro-Clinton reporters first started calling Trump and his aides Russian agents. Pro-Clinton reporters. With Franklin Ford's July 4th 4 Slate article, Slate is the intelligence community, just like BuzzFeed, just like Politico, and just like Vice. I ain't got to mention Media Matters anymore. Okay? All of those are intelligence. Oh, and let me add one more, just so you're clear. Uh... What's that black website? Uh, it's supposedly black, but there's nothing black about it. Is it the Grio? Is that the one? It's nothing more than a black mouthpiece for the Democratic Party. That's what it is, okay? Which, again, is nothing more than Old Testament, Okay? They say with Franklin Ford's July 4 Slate article, Putin's Puppet, the press component of the Russian collusion narrative was in full swing. Two weeks later, in in the July 21st Washington Post column, Ann Applebaum, Old Testament, cited Ford's piece and asserted that, quote, Russia is clearly participating in the Trump campaign, unquote. In an Atlantic article, okay, we told you the Atlantic magazine is the magazine for the Atlantic Council, which is the propaganda arm for NATO. Okay? So they say in that Atlantic article published the same day, Jeffrey Goldberg, Old Testament, wrote that Trump Trump has chosen to, quote, unmask himself as a de facto agent of Russian President Vladimir Putin, unquote, unquote. Now, understand, family, all this is based on nothing, no evidence. All they had was propaganda brought forth by the FBI, the CIA, and Hillary Clinton, along with the Five Eyes. All made up. Okay? They say before the end of July, scores of articles in the Weekly Standard, propaganda, the New Yorker, propaganda, New York Magazine, Propaganda, the New York Times, ultra propaganda, and elsewhere made the same case. Donald Trump, according to Time columnist Paul Krugman, Old Testament, 
was the, quote, Siberian candidate, unquote. They say, Russiagate reporters typically reference each other's articles to create an unmistakable echo chamber effect. Media analysts at the Russian foreign ministry or in any Russian embassy couldn't have missed the frequency with which the U.S. press kept inserting their government into a vague account of the Republican candidate's uncertain loyalties. Thus, it would not have been hard to figure out who was the beneficiary of this extraordinary amount of newsprint devoted to promoting a storyline labeling Trump a Russian agent. The Durham report does not disclose how U.S. intelligence agencies found out that the Russians were discussing the Clinton plan. Perhaps it came through the signals intelligence that British agencies and other foreign services reportedly shared with Washington. That's the five eyes. On August 22nd, an FBI cyber analyst passed the Clinton plan intelligence on to two members on to two members of the Crossfire Hurricane team, including fixer Brian Arton. A 2019 Justice Department report faulted Alton for failing to verify the Clinton-funded steel dossier tying Trump to Russia. In other words, he cleared the central piece of evidence, now thoroughly discredited, that the FBI used to obtain the warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. On September 2nd, a U.S. official briefed Orton, the I personnel, about the Clinton plan intelligence. Orton related to Durham that he told the official he wanted to see the CIA's official referral letter. Completed September 7th, the memo was addressed to Comey, an FBI counterintelligence official, and Crossfire Hurricane Point Man, Peter Stroke. And as I said back then, you remember family, and looking at Peter Stroke's family, because y'all know that ain't his real name. His daddy come out the intelligence community, the CIA. And we subsequently found out that Peter Stroke, I know, Sister Bear family, that one of the people that's looking for a stroking, uh, uh, a Peter stroke is who would you think that is in the Biden administration, Bear? I don't know. Who is it? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> He's the head of the transportation department. Oh, you're talking about the booty man? What's his name? Well, booty, whatever, booty gig. Booty gig. <laughs> now, what else would a booty with a gig look for other than a Peter to stroke? <laughs> oh. 
this uh, this is not their name, family. When you see people with names like this, that means their family are all engaged in the intelligence community. These are made-up names, just like, remember the dude that was the whistleblower that they didn't want uh, nobody to see, and to this day, they ain't said his name. We know who it is, but they won't say his name. His name was CIA Ramella. Eric CIA Ramella. Okay? So now, they said, according to... Go ahead, Bill. You want to say something? Mm-mm. That was the computer. That wasn't me. Go ahead. Okay. They said, according to Durham, quote, none of the FBI personnel who agreed to be interviewed could specifically recall receiving this referral memo, nor did anyone recall the FBI doing anything in response to the referral memo. Alton said that he couldn't remember if he shared the memo with other members of the Crossfire Hurricane team. Now, you're talking about the most important subject matter because Orange Man is running for president. You come up with an investigation named the Crossfire Hurricane, but nobody involved with it can remember any damn thing. Yet, they locking up people like Roger Stone, they threatened to put him in prison because he couldn't remember everything. Okay? And nobody, nobody in the Trump administration went to prison for Trump Russia. Manafort went to prison for tax violations. Papadopoulos was sentenced to prison for five days that's it, because he could remember something. And the judge obviously knew that they were just trying to set this dude up. The point that I'm making is that these were all process crimes. None of them, none of it was connected to no Trump Russia. Because now, as you can see, based on the Durham report, there was no Trump Russia. It was only Hillary, Obama, Biden, and the rest of them son of a bitches, okay, that were uh, engaged with Russia. Remember, Tyrone Biggums received $3 million from the mayor of Moscow's wife. Hillary Clinton, let's go to Bill. Bill received a half a million dollars for giving a speech in Russia. And Hillary Clinton is selling Russia uranium. Okay? She all buddy-buddy with them. Facts. Okay? You can see, once you take them blinders off, and you're able to look to uh, or use your periphery, now you're able to become non-myopic. Now you are not infected with myopia. Okay? Now, they're going to say, if Brennan was briefed, briefed on it at the time, it seems he didn't share it with anyone. 
He almost certainly had not spoken of it during the August 3rd meeting with Obama and other administration officials. There's no evidence that Brennan briefed congressional oversight committees on what U.S. agencies had picked up from the Russians on the Clinton plan. Nor did he say anything about it when he testified before the House Intelligence Committee in May 2017. Most but he's in the meeting briefing all of them. They're all plotting in the White House. Most significantly, it's not part of the intelligence that was used to produce the January 2017 intelligence community assessment on Russian interference in the 2016 election that Obama directed Brennan to finish before Trump came to office. Indeed, the Clinton plan intelligence will serve as a powerful rebuttal to the, C, to the ICA's central conclusion that Putin sought to help Trump win the 2016 election. Evidence of Brennan's hiding the Clinton plan intelligence and CIA referral letter would strongly suggest that he was a crucial part of the effort to target Trump as a Russian agent. Perhaps it was rumor of Patinka's rage after Durham showed him the Clinton plan intelligence and the referral memo in a July 22, 2020 interview that Brennan moved to protect himself. It was nearly a month later when he set for an eight-hour-long interview with Durham. Brennan said he couldn't remember when he first received the Clinton plan intelligence, but there was evidence that he didn't hide it handwritten notes proving that the old Obama, Biden, Lynch, and Comey all about it, or proving that he told, his handwritten notes proving that he told Obama, Biden, Lynch, and Comey all about it. Durham states in his report that he declined to pursue a criminal case related to the Clinton plan intelligence because it, quote, would face what in all likelihood would be insurmountable classification issues given the highly sensitive nature of the information itself, unquote. And what he just said there was, I ain't bringing no indictments against nobody. That's why I concluded this investigation in 2020. But I sat on it until 2023 when the statute of limitations ran out. Because I'm a member of the Senior Executive Service. They say, and thus, the section on the Clinton campaign intelligence concludes, the government's treatment of the information may have amounted to a significant intelligence failure and a troubling instance in which confirmation bias and a tunnel vision pursuit, they had myopic vision, family. They call it tunnel vision. A tunnel vision pursuit of investigative ends may have caused government personnel to, fa to fail to appreciate the extent to which uncorroborated reporting 
funded by an opposing political campaign, was intended to influence rather than inform the FBI. It did not, all things considered, however, amount to a provable criminal offense. Give me all of this. I have no law degree. I guarantee you I could get all of them convicted. Because what Durham didn't do, which is what Mueller did, was threaten to lock people up unless they lied for him. In this case, you don't have to lie. Let me repeat what I said a few minutes ago. The entire team that was handling Tyrone Biggins' tax fraud case at the IRS, including the whistleblower, were removed from the case. After the head of the IRS testified last week that no whistleblower would receive any backlash for telling the truth, and they had the proof to back it up. Now he's ordered by the Department of Injustice. They went over his head, the head of the IRS. They went over his head and said, shut it down. Now, I don't know about you, family, but I do know about me. And now you understand, and this is only the tip of the iceberg. I got stories. I got stories. Because I've been tracking this stuff for a long, long time. I got stories. committing suicide in bathtubs, slicing their wrists, okay? But then it was shown that they had been bound and gagged before they were put in the bathtub. And then the people that they were directly associated, these are media people. The people that they were directly working with, they end up dead. Because for some strange reason, the people in this country somehow think that this government had a hint of legitimacy about it. So they just drink their beer. And I'm talking about these white people who keep putting these criminals in office over and over. We know we do it, but we don't have enough people in there to affect anything. They just, yes, Negroes. Jezebels, Jezebels. It's the white people that put most of these damn senators in office, and they straight up criminals. So I got a message for the white people. You may not get all you pay for, but you're going to pay for every damn thing you get. There's no way in hell, well, maybe in hell, that a Lindsey Graham should be representing anything or anybody. There's no way in hell that the turtle, all right, what's his name there? Who are you talking about? You ain't talking about Humpty Dumpty, is you? 
No, we're talking about the turtle. Humpty Dumpty can't go anywhere in a congressional setting without going to sleep or uh, farting or even worse on himself. All right, he He's has like, no bowel control. Go ahead, man. Him and, him and Biden, they meet both of That's them. That's correct. Right. Got to wear their diaper. He can't, he can't walk 30 feet, man. But guess what? Them oh, people in New York put, put his uh-huh. ass right back in office. Go ahead, man. Well, well, you know they cheat. Maybe the people didn't put them in there because, you know, they, they known for cheating. Somewhere no, man, we got to have, Bear, we got to yeah. have some information saying that they cheated. We ain't got none. Okay. All right. Somebody That's just our opinion. About, okay. And my, okay. Yeah. Somebody say you talking about Mitch McConnell? Yes. There's no way in hell after he, this dude got caught with a boat full of cocaine. Should he be in nobody, represent nobody? We know they cheat for Republicans who are part of the establishment. That's what the video was pointing out as well. We know the FBI, they serve the establishment. But the people, you think them white people don't know Mitch McConnell is a crook? No. See, this is how it works in Chicago. The Negroes get in office and they do the same thing that the white people, uh, crooks, been doing because they become part of the system. You see? That's how the systems work. So anybody come in there that's clean and honest, oh, they're looking for the nearest to- toilet to dunk you in. They're going to do, do them like they're doing uh, Orange Man. You just hit it on the head, Bear. Because you know they've been all in his jaws for six years, and the best they can come up with is making up stuff on him. They hollered and screamed tax returns for how long? Oh, we want tax returns. We want tax returns. Walls closing in. And when they, since they got the tax returns, what have you heard, Bill? Nothing. Because there was nothing there. If it was, they wouldn't resort to some deranged white woman talking about somebody grabbed her in a upscale dressing room and stuck their hand in her stuff, and she didn't say nothing. And of all people, one of the top uh, playboys that it was. Thank you, Bear. Who don't have to chase no women. And that's why he said, right, that... uh, They'll let you touch their stuff. Yeah. And he was absolutely correct. They call them groupies. Turn on the hip-hop video. Try to get a job in Hollywood. Or for that matter, try to get a job in the House and the Senate. And you will run into the same stuff. With all them pedophiles and sissies and dykes, you think you ain't going to run into it in D.C.?
absolutely unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. But it's believable, even though it's unbelievable. Now, it's legal, but it's not awful. Yes. Well, I think it's not legal, Bear, to be engaging in orgies, is it? (laughs) No, it's not. You're right. It's not legal and it's not lawful. Exactly. But they've been engaged in it. And again, as we said earlier, Martin King was engaged in it. Okay. Martin King didn't come from the dredges of black society. He was a he came from the upper state, wasn't he? Yes. Absolutely, which means he came from the upper tier of black culture. So, uh, Jesse was in the orgies. The minister told me, told us. See, I'm glad I got witnesses to this stuff. It wasn't just me. I've had some interesting things that happened in my life. A lot of it, you know, it's been so many years, I forgot some of the stuff until people bring it up to me. And I'll be one of the first to tell you, I could have got caught up too. But I had to catch myself. Always catch yourself. Think about the repercussions of your actions. Okay? So I've had my little things. In, nothing that would impinge on my credibility in terms of my people. Nothing. But I don't live in no bubble. Okay? But one thing I never... And, and I'm never go, I've never did and I'm never going to do. And that is to placate the elite, black or white. Every much is part of the problem, which is why you see the media falling in line. And this is where we go to the black women. That's why they, you, see, they think that you think that the black women's language is golden. Whatever they say is true. All right? But I'm going to tell you something. I've been out here a long time. I've never seen black women with this kind of attitude sitting up on TV telling you what's going on. I've never seen it. I don't care if you're talking about The View or any of them. I almost called them something. Okay? Any of them dummies on MSNBC or any of mainstream media. Okay? They're some of the dumbest people I've ever listened to. Whoopi Goldberg couldn't wipe my if I was an invalid. You hear me? And any of the rest of them hookers on The View who sit up there and drink the pee-pee of that nasty little Jewish white woman sitting up there running the whole show of them clowns. They look like a bunch of little animals. And the little Jewish woman that run the show got the whip in her hand in the chair. And every now and then she'll pop that whip on their ass and make them shut up. It's disgraceful. 
Listen to the word. Is disgraceful. They have no grace, but they consider themselves and they are working to be what they consider the elite, the managerial class. Okay? They think they're going to be favored. But I'm going to tell you something. If you don't follow orders, ask that little uh, uh, Negro woman that they fired from MSNBC, right? Oh, she was really nasty. They just fired her a few months back. I can't remember her name either. Maybe somebody in the family do. She was like the weekend host. So she go out nasty Joy Reid. How can you out nasty Joy Reid, Bear? I don't know. And they fired her ass. All right? They consider themselves to be part of the elite, but what they don't understand is this. This is from Kunstler. K-U-N-S-T-L-E-R. Okay? The elites are the useful idiots of the security state. Thank you, my brother. Tiffany Cross. Yes. She thought wearing a designer dress, uh, just like uh, uh, Jerry and the rest of these hookers, because that's what they are, hoes. They thought that putting on a designer dress, and they're all over sports too. These woke hoes, that's what they are, woke hoes. Or let's put it together and see if we can make one word out of it. Woke hoes. There's nothing black about them. They work for Old Testament, and they sucking them off anytime he tell them to. There's a whole industry of them Negroes out there. They don't live nowhere near you, don't want to be around you, ain't got nothing in common with you, and many of them come from mixed marriage. Again, with all due respect to people who are engaged in mixed marriages. All right? They're nothing but useful idiots. In the hood, we call them wokos. Here's what they say. Quote, the average Democrat knows the Biden family is profoundly corrupt, and they simply don't care. Sam Harris spoke for all of them when he said it wouldn't matter if Hunt's laptop was packed with pictures of dead kids, unquote. This is the dirty secret of our time. The device that the woke progressive elite used to finally get rid of Donald Trump, COVID-19, shoved them over a cliff, wily coyote style. And now, as they free fall off that cliff, the supposed antidote to COVID-19, getting vaccinated, is blowing up in their faces again. Wiley Coyote style. The elite now have to wake up every day and wonder if the vaccines they rush to get will end up killing them prematurely. This is what has finally given them crazy. 
<coughs> oh, excuse me. And of course, crazy people will do crazy things like destroy their own country. I decided early on not to get vaccinated for a simple reason. As the VAX program got up to speed in the late winter and spring of 2021, reports came out that the spike protein in it attacked the endothelial lining of the blood vessels and led to unusual blood clotting. As someone who had had bypass surgery some years earlier, that was all I needed to hear. This was before any censorship industrial complex formed to attack misinformation. The censorship industrial complex. The news was still getting out. By then, Trump was out too, deposed in a janky election rigged with COVID-19 ballot innovations that made fraud easy. He was replaced by a fake chief executive, too impotent to even campaign. But useful as a front for the gigantic security bureaucracy actually running things. This naturally raises the question, what exactly is the relationship between the political elite and this security state? Now, I know, family, some of you probably going back to the early piece that I played with Benny Johnson, where he laid out for you, as we've done for decades, the relationship between the security state and these idiots who call themselves elite. Okay? So now here we are today. This naturally raises the question, what is the relationship between the political elite and the security state? The elite are the useful idiots of the security state. They enabled it and protected with their divisive antics. The dirty secret of the security state is that it's not about the security of the state. That is, of the nation known as the USA. It's about the security of the people running the security state, the agency heads and their officers in the intel community and all its spinoffs, the State Department, the Justice Department, and the Defense Department, and their accomplices in Congress and the federal judiciary. What does this security state need protection from? From accounting for all its prior cumulative crimes against the nation. These crimes slowly accreted over the decades after the Cold War and then blossomed in 2016. Slowly, and then all at once, when the security state was rocked by the election loss of its avatar, Hillary Clinton. Ms. Clinton had many crimes of her own to conceal. Most of them committed with the help of the security state, such as the Uranium One drift or grift. The Skolkovo transfer of U.S. computer tech to Russia, and the Clinton Foundation's 
financial escapades following the 2010 Haiti earthquake, to name a few biggies. The person who beat Miss Clinton had averred uh, publicly and shockingly that he was going to lock her up. He even called her Crooked Hillary. That is why the Russian Russia collusion hoax became the centerpiece of security state harassment during Trump's term in office. The Democratic Party was enlisted as the Praetorian Guard for the security state. The public had to be conditioned to believe any number of things that were the opposite of truth. Like a myriad of institutions in recent decades, the Democratic Party had come to be dominated by women. Women being hardwired for safety seeking and were easily manipulated by the security state into a hysteria fixated on Donald Trump, who was made to represent everything that seemed unsafe. They gave the game away on Mr. Trump's inauguration day with their women's march that featured thousands wearing the emblematic pussy hats. The message? Don't think you can have your wicked way with this. And I often wondered, like that lunatic that just uh, uh, won the decision against Trump, name her cat Vagina. Who decided to come up, because you can't tell me that this is just a coincidence, that a group of very smart women would come up with something that they put on their head called pussy hat. Who would do that? That's like me getting together with a bunch of brothers and we're going to go out here and protest what white people have done to black men for decades and decades and decades. So we decided to get a hat and we call it dickhead. That let you know that none of it was organic. It was all fake phony, being led by some of the nastiest holes in the country, Madonna, and all the rest of these buzzards. They say, the hysteria hasn't let up since then. And now that Trump is resurging from a thousand attempts to kill him, like some implacable axe murderer in a horror movie, the core of useful idiots is showing signs of nervous exhaustion. The Democratic Party's frontman, Joe Biden, has screwed the pooch on just about every matter of vital public, in- public interest at home and abroad. And now this president stands revealed as the head of a racketeering operation that specialized in bribery, 
Yet, oddly, it's Mr. Trump who has been fed into the cogs of the judiciary on an unending set of Mickey Mouse charges. There's a pre there's a pretty fair possibility that none of that will work. The Democrats must suspect this, and their nemesis has declared his intentions for a return to power pretty clearly. Fire all the seditionists in the security state, pardon all the people on the right who were unjustly prosecuted, and commit some righteous prosecutions against people who actually deserve it. Thus, the left plunges ever deeper into mental illness, celebrating it at every opportunity, and even shoving it in America's face, Joker style, in defiance. Here, have another drag queen. Part of the left's mental illness is the inability to even notice their own self-destructive trajectory. There's a way out for them, but it's pretty drastic. That would be turning to RFK Jr. for leadership. Trouble is, and by the way, family, just in case you didn't know, they have already put out the mantra. Ignore him as much as possible. Biden has already come out or sent his flunkies out here to say that he's not going to debate. But the Democrats around the country say, you you got to have the debate, otherwise we ain't supporting your old, slimy, stinky little ass. And as a result, Kennedy is now, or this is their, uh, them, not me. He has 35%, and they try and ignore him, and the courts has 36% approval. He ain't been in the race but, what, two, a month? Yeah, about a month now, less than a month. They call him conspiracy theory, nut job, same thing they do to anybody that come up against these elite scoundrels. They say Kennedy intends to go after the Democrats' patron, the security state itself which he publicly blamed for the deaths of his father and his uncle. Bobby Kennedy also happens to be an enemy of the state of the U.S. public health agencies and especially a critic of the COVID-19 vaccines that the left has hung its identity on. They still can't admit that getting vaxxed and boosted was a tragic mistake. But an election contest between RFK Jr. and Trump would be a most salutary exercise for our country. Both of them want to dismantle the overgrown surveillance apparatus and severely reform the agencies under the executive branch. That is, they are both intent on disarming the security state and the censorship industrial complex it spawned. They are both against the stupid neocon wars. Excuse me. 
is not neocon. It's neocon and neoliberal. And as I said many times, when you got the neocons and the neoliberals working together, the only thing that can come out of that is neocolonialism. Okay? They close by saying Trump versus R.K. Jr. would bring the people of this country together and refocus the nation's attention on things that matter. It would also be the baby boomers' last stand. No, this ain't got nothing to do with no damn baby boomers. Okay? Nothing. Nor does it have anything to do with any other group that's been born since the baby boomers. Because that's how they separate people. This came from the intelligence community. It's a psychological operation. I ain't never identified myself with no damn baby boomer. Okay? And I don't know uh, any black people in my generation that that's what the media does. We didn't create any of that. So every 10 years or so, they create another generation and give it a stupid name. And then people who are myopic in their vision and don't ask themselves, where did that come from? Like all of a sudden, they got a new name for the Hispanics called some some stupid-ass Latinx. It's insane. But it comes from the intelligence community by way of academia. The same academia that the real elite view as useful idiots just like the last article described and now the Epoch Times is going to join in with their article America's powerful intellectual class finds joy in making us obey and be compliant warns scholars America's powerful intellectual class and I wondered, oh, I can't even think of this guy's name. Uh, his name just went past me. Uh, he's America's foremost linguist, okay? All of the left uh, always mention this dude. And now he has been pointed out as one of Jeffrey Epstein's people. Oh, oh, oh. He has a famous phrase that people use. Ah. I got counter counter counterintelligence in my mind, but that's that's one of mine. I that's not one of his. Ah, just I see that old ugly face of his. But if you were a member of the intellectual left, you had to mention this dude's name. Okay? It's very rare that you ever hear this dude or see this dude smile or anything. Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky has been outed as one of Jeffrey's boys. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I got it before you sent it to me, Dad. Noam Chomsky, manufacturing consent. Okay. Linguist. Par excellence. But in the last six or seven years, he's gone over the edge and revealed who he truly has always been. A front man for the elite. Just like uh, the Republican white boy who claimed the mantle of intellectualism, who was on channel 11, on public television for many years. Ah, uh, see, I'm I'm coming up with all these people because I want you to see that they exist on both sides. Okay, and come to find out, he's working for the CIA. <laughs> okay. You can't make nothing. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up if you try, family. <laughs> Look, they're not going to put anybody on that damn thing <laughs> called the TV that they couldn't control. And you've never seen a television program in your life that they didn't control. None. I don't care what it is. All right? Uh, I don't care if it's Fred Sampson or Chet Kincaid. It was all given the okay by the people that control the census. Okay? Chico and the man? No. Intelligence apparatus. Okay? Let's go on to this Epoch Times article and see what they have to say about this. Is these intellectual damn fools who, who, as I said yesterday, are going to be the first ones on the chopping block when the people that they serve take control. They say America's intellectual class has been given so much power by the public that their misuse of such power is threatening the fundamental freedom of speech in the country, says scholar and author Tom Harrington. Quote, it's absolutely remarkable how easily we've gone from free speech to asking, quote, how can I make my way around a censorship that's there, unquote. Harrington said in a recent interview with Jan Jekyllick on American Thought Leaders, quote, sometimes there's this idea that reality just is. That's partially true, but in the cultural realm, there's always someone developing it and distributing it who has more access to power. Quote, those people generally are well-educated people who we hold up as exemplars of knowledge. They have a lot of power, and they are deferred to, deferred to quite readily, unquote. Harrington warned that people are delivering a lot of their power into the hands of experts who tend to have a flipness with which they abuse such power. Worse than flipness, there seems to be almost a perversion and a joy in making us obey and be compliant for compliance sake. This is very troubling in a society, which, which is family why I don't go on a media, because I'm not looking for them to 
uh, quantifying anything that I say. I don't give a damn whether they like what I say or if they don't like what I say. So I ain't looking for them to certify me at all. Never have, never will. On the contrary, I'm looking to kick as many of their lying asses as I can before I leave the planet, okay? That's my mission. Outside of reading every book in the library, that was my first mission. I'm looking to kick, and I don't give a damn what color they are. If they're a bunch of unmitigated liars, they need ass-kicking. And anybody that's trying to mimic them need ass-kicking as well, okay? Because the last thing you need is another group of high-profile liars lying in your face like nobody's business. They go on to say, quote, you need the intellectual class or the credential class to have the reality of their status back up the title of their status. It seems to me that these two things have separated in these last few years, and that's really troubling to me, unquote. Now, here's why I disagree. You need to have people who are fact-based and well-researched. Because if you don't have those two things, I don't care if you went to a college for four years or six years. What does that mean? So what? So what? I've been researching for over 40. So what? Who cares? means absolutely nothing with all due respect to those of you who spent your time looking for certification. I do understand it. I respect some of you who don't fit this bill, right? But you know what I'm talking about. These intellectual assholes. That's one of the dudes that I kept coming in conflict with on WVON, this Salim Wakil character. He's what you would call an inter, in, in pursuit of intellectualism. So you end up with his dumb ass as a George Soros Open Society fellow doing the bidding of George Soros, sucking his George Soros. And I used to tear his ass up, ask anybody to know, because I do research and not propaganda. And he don't dare. He never dared do battle with people like me and anybody else that they would sit up there in front of people like myself or Steve Coakley and others who don't even say anything. But they're in the audience right now listening to us. It's not about that. It's about how much time have you voted to the uh, 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 acquisition of relevant information? How much time have you devoted? Because if you put four years in a university, they call it a degree. I don't know what they call it when you put 40 years into a variety of subject matters. Such that, the people, such that the people who consider themselves elite are saying things today that you said 30 years ago, talking about they're going to create a new class, a new race of human beings. They ain't going to have no genitalia. Brother Tut, they 
and went around the country warning our people that that's what was coming. Now, I don't know what you would call people like me, but I don't too much give a damn other than a black man. That's all that's necessary. All right? If it's fame and fortune that you're looking for, go get you a ball and throw it, bounce it, right? Shoot it, hit it. Or in the case of the people who are trying to run run the country today, get your balls and beat them. Beat it, beat it. Also, I just want to say uh, in six minutes, we're going to the phone line, and um, the phone number is 323-642-1586, and push your number one. If you have a question or comment, please donate to Dr. Robert X GoFundMe, and you can find that information on the Truth to Power page. Thank you, Sister Bevan. Thank you, family. Thank you. And if you don't, we're gonna we're gonna be here next Tuesday and Wednesday anyway. Uh, if I help and uh, permit, yeah, that's it. And we've always been that way, in spite of flying under the radar, because that's what I've done pretty much throughout my life, and it's cool. Because I want you to get get the information and inspire you to become the best that you can be. Seriously. All right. Let's, let me finish this up. They say, you need the intellectual class or the credential class to have the reality of their status back up the, t- the title of their status. It seems to me that these two things are separated in these last few years, and that's really troubling to me, unquote. Harrington pointed out that censorship and cancellation are two cudgels used against the public. We are beginning to see that a lot of this hooting down is not as spontaneous as many of us would like to believe. With the recent Twitter files and the case that the attorney generals of Missouri and Louisiana are trying now, we're finding out that this was anything but spontaneous. There were a number of government actors working in concert with private actors to achieve a censorship that, frankly, for those of us of a certain age, is unimaginable. On March 17th, investigative journalist Matt Taibbi released a version of the so-called Twitter files exposing the alleged collusion between Twitter and Stanford University's Virality Project to censor what they deemed to be misinformation about COVID-19 vaccines. The Virality Project is also found to have colluded with the U.S. government. Quote, Though the Virality Project reviewed uh, content on a mass scale for Twitter, Google, or slash YouTube, Facebook, slash Instagram, Medium, TikTok, and Pinterest, it knowingly targeted true material. It knowingly targeted true material and legitimate political opinion while often being factually wrong itself. Taibbi states on Twitter, the initiative accelerated the evolution of digital censorship, moving it from judging truth slash untruth to a new scarier model openly focused on political narrative at the expense of facts, unquote. 
They close by saying this. Harrington, who is a Hispanic Studies Emeritus professor, pointed out that true experts do not impose their reality on anyone. Experts must be able to keep their ego impulses in check and ensure that they are using their power to help the people. Quote, it seems that that line has been crossed, unquote. Quote, there's a lot of ego gratification that's interfering with what should be a real sober taking of responsibility for a gift of power, unquote. He said about the nature of today's experts, power is a gift in a democratic society. It's not something you own, and it's not something uh, there to make people obey you. It's a gift you have that hopefully you can use in constructive ways that preserve the dignity of those who don't have as much power as you do, unquote. I could never say it any better than that. The little Hispanic scholar, Harrington, is right on the money because we warned about these things and particularly this thing called the ego right? And what people will do to increase their ego. We say it time and time again, it is a privilege to be on this or any radio station where people are taking the time out of their lives to listen to the things that you have to say. It is a privilege and it should be treated as such. And that is why I will never disrespect anybody's opinion on this platform and never have in the 13 years that I've been on here. And the reason that I don't do that, Sister Bear family, is because I'm not myopic in my point of view. And with that, we can take some calls from the family there. Okay, and, and uh, also, did you hear about the uh, African sister that sung over there where the fake king was, is, and she sung that song, uh, Blackest King, from the, Af- from the uh, king of the, of the uh, kingdom? Did you hear about that? Was she a part of the inaugural thing? Yeah. I mean, inaugural. Yeah. No, and I'm probably not going to hear it. Oh, okay. I'm tell you why. I'm just going to tell you why. Okay. Because if she, if she's putting, if she's paying service to that son of a, if she has no idea that this dude, damn near, the number one person that's trying to institute all of this satanic movement stuff that's coming from the World Economic Forum. He's the order giver. He gives Bill Gates orders. He gives George Soros orders. There's nothing legitimate about him, and therefore, I can't legitimize anything connected to him. His children, his grandchildren, his children, grandchildren yet to be born, that horse-faced monster that he married after he killed his own wife. Oh, Lord. Because I'm not myopic in my vision, Bear. I get it. She may have had a good speech. 
But her giving a good speech is overridden by the behavior of these scurrilous bastards. Go ahead, Beth. She sung a song, and this song, it was, you know, made, she wrote it, but it was made popular by, and I know you're going to have a say, it was sung by uh, Beyonce, and it was one of her favorite songs, too. But to me, I just took it as a uh, subliminal message. He sat there as this fake king, and she sung this real, you know, it was a popular song, and it, it was black as king. So it's like, to me, it was more of hers was more on the spiritual level, communicating black as king, this is a fake king here. That's how I took it. I get it. But who's the real king, Ben? She was at mm-hmm. his coronation. He wasn't at hers. Give up the damn crown jewels that came from the Demo- Democratic Republic of the Congo that you sitting up there that your your mama got in her crown. Give them back to the people that y'all stole them from. Get, get out the Caribbean. They're no longer your colonies. Get the hell out of the Caribbean uh, dictating the lives of black people throughout the entire Caribbean. Get the hell out. Well, they're not no. going to leave voluntarily. Uh, then the people need to demand that they get their ass out. There, family, watch this. That so-called black woman that married uh, one of his sons that really ain't his son. Right, right, right. And they made it, they let it be known that he was a stepchild. Of course. <laughs> no question about it. His mama let it be known, Okay. Okay. But I would let me tell you something, Bear. Mm-hmm. If him and his wife fell off the planet tomorrow, I wouldn't lose five seconds worth of sleep. She can bitch and moan, and he can bitch and moan all they want. They're very much a part of the World Economic Forum and the creation of global slavery, the likes of which we've never seen before. Both of them. They can go straight to the far reaches of hell and get his so-called daddy, his stepdaddy. Take him with take him with him and all them so-called damn royals all throughout Europe. Take all of them. That's how I feel about all of it. Because they are the epitome, the very top of the system of global white supremacy. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. No, let me tell you something, Sister Bear. Mm-hmm. If that sister got that song and sang that song, that song was fully vetted. Don't go for the propaganda. Okay. Do not fall for the propaganda. Ain't a word said doing those things that ain't been fully vetted and objected to and agreed to by all parties involved. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hear yeah. you. You know you ain't getting up there with them and say nothing that they don't let you say. And with that being said, we will go to the phone line. Okay, Mike, you up first. Hotep, y'all. <laughs> Hotep, brother Mike, better love. Hotep, Mike. Okay. 
Yeah, and listen, Rob, we can't forget the history. People just like history don't matter, you know? Yep. That's, 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 that's a serious issue with us. History, we don't give a damn. Like, history don't matter. It, it matters yep. more than damn anything you can think of. And when you it's think about these you. dogs, huh? Because it's you. History is you. Right. I mean, when history is going to give you the correct answer to your question if you employ the history. That's why I could never understand why the move that took place by the so-called civil rights movement in this country, they could not have taken history into account. There's no way possible. Because history would have told them, stay as far away from these goddamn people as possible, not go sit in on their counter and piss them off and then tell them to go in the kitchen to fix you something to eat. Not go move next door. Not go to You know what I think they should have did, Mike? You know what I think they should have did? I think they should have advocated for the arming of all black people in this country. Well... (laughs) We we know about how far that would have went, but anyway, they would have went to the Supreme Court, where it would have had to have been challenged. They would they was gonna challenge it, but that's what that's why the Black Panther Party became so powerful, because they challenged the status quo by carrying their weapons because they had a constitutional right to do so, right. and that's what do put so. them on of the path. Of course, but I I just say that. Whenever we make decisions, before we come up with an answer, we have to look at history. Yes. You know, these people sliced our mother's bellies open and smashed babies. In fact, do you know, Rob, that these slimy dogs made the sons of the mothers lay down with them? Yep. That is just how evil these slimy beasts are. Well, that's what and they I do. You just described Joe Biden. You just got to describe Joe Biden and his family. Oh, well, no question. No question. But, you know, Donald Trump is a racist. Yep. He might, he said, I am the least racist. He never denied that he was. He said, I am the that least is correct. racist. Right? These other that is people, correct. You can't you can't even get them to say that they are racist. Period. You know what I hear people say, Mike, and I hear people close to us say this. Well, what about the Central Park situation? And then I say, I say he was wrong, and he should be approached by us to apologize for being wrong. And I I'll bet you he'll probably apologize. You can at least have that discussion with him, he'll have it with you face-to-face. This dog yes, is sir. in the White House now, he, is not, he won't even have that discussion with you. And we know that he's been up there for 50 years writing laws that's got black people locked up as we speak. That is correct. While well, his son talk- was given a pass, his son was given a pass and some ass. Right. For doing exactly the same thing. And that's the foolishness of our people. When you look at people like uh, this, this Negro woman out of Texas, the congressperson, uh, 
What's her name? Sheila Jackson Lee. Lee. What an idiot. And then you got, right, and then you got that other idiot up in New York. Uh, 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 what's his name? The congressman. Uh, I, I just had these names going through my head. Kwame uh, something. I can't, you know. I mean, you uh, we know who you're talking about. The one with you the know, six corners on his head. Yes, you can just go across the board. Danny Davis, Bobby Rush, and you're talking about a real live idiot. And people voted for him for 30 years. 30 years, brother. And it is, FBI informed to the max. It is absolutely amazing to me that we set up Fred Hampton and Mark Clark as the Clark, Minister of right. Defense. Uh, for the Black Panther Party here in Chicago, Bobby Rush and everybody in Chicago know it. Blood all no, over his right. hands. He lead the Black Panther Party and go to Congress. How does that happen? Right. Wow. And now you, I know you remember this creep that tried to set us up by the name of Ed Smith, who tried yes, to build the building because we set his ass on fire. And what did what did what did we tell him? We told him to stick his building up his fire ass. Correct. Because we knew where he was trying to go. Now, that's another. He's dumb as a box of rocks. And they voted for him yep. for 20 or 30 years over there on the West Side. Yep. That is Absolutely correct. Absolutely amazing. And then people we, look we, we at, and this is where I get the young people passed, Brother Mike. Because, see, uh, we always say, in order for game bangers to exist at the bottom, they first existed at the top. So that's what you see writ large in front of everybody, the gangbanging that's going on at the top with the president, the courts, the FBI, the CIA, and all the associates, straight up gangbanging. Right. Well, we're talking about a place that I call the criminal hideout, where criminals hide out called Washington, D.C., did you get that yes, email sir. I sent you with them fools waving guns, high school graduates? No, I didn't. I, I ain't seen that yet, man. I'll I make sure I check it out today. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, these was it on Facebook? Yes. I don't go to Facebook. Would I'll tell you, you why. To Facebook, to see the, the Facebook has written in, written into their their little rules. If you access Facebook, then they have a legitimate reason to follow you for the rest of the time that you're on the Internet. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, well. I'm talking okay, about, like, well, if well, I went there right now, until I turn my computer off, I'm giving them the authority to follow me wherever I go. Oh, okay, I follow you. Well, anyway, it, it was you said it's about four, five, six of these, these little young bastards probably very similar to those that murdered this, this, this young cop. All of them had nine millimeters with extended, with extended clips with, with, with switches on them. Now, this was... all of them up into one. Was this in a graduation? All of them up. Yeah, they, was, they had their graduation uh, uh, caps and stuff on some of them did. But I was going to say Undo. that you could gather all of them up together and ball them into one big ball, and I would dare you to find evidence of a brain cell, let alone a brain. <laughs> but they all got so guns me, waving them. For no reason whatsoever. 
I'm going to end it with yeah, that. Let somebody crazy. else come on and make a comment. Protest. Thank Protest and better love. Uh, Excellent comments, Brother Mike. Did you see that, Bill? No, I haven't seen that. That's the state of many of our young people. I got to go check it out. Okay, General. Hey, Yehudu, Yehudu, Yehudu. Y'all hear me? How y'all hear me? What's that, Brother West? Better look. I know Wes saw it. No, I didn't see that, man. I try to stay off Facebook, man, because I've been shadow banned anyway, man. I'm saying up all this shit now, man. I'm shutting it down, man. Yes, sir. I, I, I wasn't, I'm asking you, Sister Bam, something. Make America great again. When the fuck was America great, y'all? When we was here and no, and no invaders. You got it right. What'd you say? What'd you say, uh, Robot X? I ain't got no answer for you, my brother. That's one I can't answer. It was great. It was great, like Sister Bill said. She got the answer right. It was great okay. before these invaders and invaders species showed up over here, okay? Because it's a law of physics when an invader, invader species occupied land or area mass or petri dish, the native inhabitants will be uh, eliminated, damn near killed every time, man. You take a, 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 any, any kind of animals, man. When one uh, animal invades another animal on their natural habitat, the native species will be damn near eliminated. Okay? That's the law of physics. But uh, uh, So that's when it was great. As far as that bullshit over in England, man, <laughs> what got me, I looked at the bits and pieces because I like to see signs and symbols and shit, man. That's why I watch shit. Okay? Uh, we know that goddamn uh, uh, baboon face. Fucking Lionel Richie went over there, man. He ain't, he, he ain't shit, man. A damn baboon face fucking monkey, man. Okay? When he went over there, man, to see the buck dance for that, for that devil, man. And then Were you spell, surprised? No, nah, I ain't surprised, man, because I look okay. at who he, who he laid up with, the high, them little zebra hands. Picture. Ain't none of them sure it is. Don't none of them look like him, man. Ain't none of them, them, them little white devils. He worked in Michael Jackson, man. Okay? But uh, 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 it's a damn shame, man. Them folks oh, they stole one-sixth of the planet, man. That is correct. One-sixth of the planet. Uh, I count their money. If I told you all that before, when that, when that, when that, when that little witch uh, supposedly died, them fuckers... Uh, uh, works have stole over $31 trillion, man. $31 trillion of our shit, man. Yep. $31 and then trillion, tell you, And then tell you that you are not responsible enough to handle your own riches. So yeah, we're going to keep them for you. Yeah, and then go where he, he cross-dressed where every damn thing his, his little mama was stole was wearing, man. Yep. Crown her drawings, every damn thing, and all this eye shit, man. And it's, it's a brother that he listed some kind from from Ethiopia. I hope you mm-hmm. Bill, you got to send me them texts. I got another phone now, so all the other stuff, I ain't getting nothing. Out. So I had to get another That's phone. That's why your phone sounds so good today. Yes, sir. I had to upgrade and get me a, a, a extra light <laughs> phone, man. From a, I went from a six, from a flip phone you had to a light phone, uh, 
13, because I love that number 13. That's our number, like Eddie say. But, uh, yeah, it's a dude named uh, 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 from Ethiopia, man. He's from Chicago, too, man. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, he found out that his great uncle or somebody in his family, when they was fighting Ethiopia, they stole they little, his little granddad or something, man, and took him took him over to England to be in the house, boy, man. So oh, that, uh, wow. I'm going to give you a The Henry guy we had on. Oh, hell no. Ain't no Henry ain't shit. No, no not no Henry. Oh, who, who are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I got a... Uh, uh, his name's Sean Caddy, man. He's from Chicago. He writes books, and he knows some shit. Okay. So uh, uh, I'm going to yeah. get him to call in, man. His brother's deep, man. Okay? He he's deep about all this stuff, man. I tell you who we are and all this stuff, man. He he way up there in uh, Stratosphere, like Quarter, man. This dude way up there, man. But anyway, I ain't yeah. that. What y'all should do, yeah. when they bring them damn one bad days into the school, y'all should surround that school, man. Okay, everybody in that neighborhood surround that goddamn school when that bus pull up, man. Nobody get off the goddamn bus, man. All right, that's 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 because hey, I can't do shit because in my neighborhood they they was already here when I got here, man. I got so, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, bro, the new ones coming in, bro. Y'all should surround that school, man. Say fuck I got down, a little bro. different take on it, brother West. I got a little different take oh. on it. Well, no, I think that uh, basically the black people in the city of Chicago are paying for what they got. You see? I think that black folks in Chicago are Uh suffering from what they either have done or what they haven't done. I agree, man, but it is what it is. If that was my neighborhood, my school, uh, hey, we got to surround that school. I put some, I, hey, uh, wherever you got Google large check. numbers of black people, Brother, Brother West, excuse yeah. me for cutting you off, wherever you got large yeah. numbers of black people in this country, you're going to soon have large numbers of Juan Valdez. Yeah, because they damn, uh, they bunch, because every time when you look at a bull fight, man, what color is the damn bull that they kill? Black. What color is that bull, man? Huh? Black? There it is, right there, yes, man. I try, to tell, I try to tell a lot of folks that, man. Okay, ain't no goddamn black and brown, man. I got these fools over here next door to me, man. And, and, and hey, y'all know my situation, man. It is going cool me down, man. So I'm just being cool. Let this shit play it out, man. <laughs> Go ahead, you know bro. I wait for yes, the white boy on the, next, uh, on the other side of these fools to do something because he'll get more juice than me. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, so, sir. It's, 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 so I'm playing him, man. So me and him got a little, little thing going on. Hey, hey I'm going to push him up and do something. He got more juice in back eye, red neck, Georgia than I do. If I do something, it's shit. you know how it goes for us, man. But, yes, uh, sir. Hey, 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 you right, man. You right, man. You, you be, bro. Well, you every time you was on some leave, bro, you were pimp slapping his ass, bro. Because <laughs> you were his ass. Bro, because you were his ass up, bro. <laughs> That's why I thought I wasn't going to press one tonight, man, when you said that, bro. <laughs> bro. Bro. <laughs> For decades. Bro. For decades, yes, Brother bro. West. 
you 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 was on his ass like a black woman would get start cutting with that tall man. Y'all sisters man with that tall y'all that machete tall y'all got. Y'all sisters got got a tongue like a fucking machete, man. I done been cut up before, but hey, I, every time you got to leave, I said, damn, you got to go get some stitches or something, man. Rob just chopped his ass up, man. Because I wanted the people to see what he really was, Brother West. And that's yes, a, sir, fake, man. a fake intellectual. Yep. You're right, man. Because people like that, man, when you get through cutting their ass, I said, damn, these do got to go get some stitches, man. You better go to the hospital because you done got sliced the hell up, man. And, and I wait for Mike. <laughs> I wait for Mike until every time, about, uh, every once a week, man. Somebody called in and asked him, "Where Robin X, man? Where Robin X?" Oh, and I know he hates that. Ex, yeah, he hates that, man. He try to hate that. Uh, hate on me too, man. When I call, he don't like getting taken up with me too, man. Cause I slice him a little bit too, man. But I know he's no, he older than me. He old, y'all my elders, man, so I try to take it easy on y'all, man. You know what I'm talking about, bro? Y'all my elders. Yes, I, I appreciate I, it, brother. Well. You know, what, yes, what was really ugly was his birthday was the day before mine. Yes, sir, all the time. Uh, every time, man. And, but and, I, and never wished, I never wish that bastard happy birthday, Wes. In every black organization in the country. And you know something, Wes? He never had yes, any sir. positive things to say about any of them organizations, the nation, or, you know, whatever it was he was a part of, other than the Open Society with George Fountain. He's proud of that. With George Yeah, Fountain. they want to say something bad about Cuba and all that. I noticed that, man. When I kept, when yep. I get through chopping it up with him, man, he like to do his little commentary after people hang up, man. Like that's right. That, that I don't like people like that, man. You gonna go ahead and duke it or not, man? Don't wait till after people done left and shit, man. I, I remember one time calling in there, brother West, and uh, this is one of the recent times before I stopped calling him, and I uh, I told everybody stop. Reading the Washington Post, New York Times, etc., in this mainstream media, because it is not about you. It is not pro you. And I said, if we really look at this thing in an honest situation with Orange Man, and I'm no proponent of Orange Man, I'm proponent of the truth. And the yep. man has been telling the truth. I said, we might be on the wrong side of this thing. Mm-hmm. You think. This 50-year racist is looking out for your interests? Then you really are myopic in your view. Yep. You're right, man. Because I, I, I went toe to him, toe to toe with him by Clarence Thomas, man. I said, damn, yeah. man. Uh, 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 y'all rather see a monkey with a diamond ring than to see a black man with anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh, hey, I'm glad Clarence Thomas get what the fuck he going to get, man. And all the rest of us get it. <laughs> That's you know right. what I'm talking about, man? You know, so, did hey, you know Clarence man. Thomas was a radical? Clarence Thomas was a member of the Black Panther Party in his youth? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's why he's and so done. 
Yeah, he was pushing for something for all black people, Second Amendment, man. Black in the day. That's dead. right. So that hey, is correct. So, and more power to it, man. Or whatever black, whatever somebody get, man. I ain't counting nobody's money, man. Okay, whatever brother or sister get, that's on them, bro. We all trying to get what we can get now. As long as you ain't selling nobody out and all this crazy ass shit. You know what I'm talking about? That's what I'm talking about. As long as you ain't selling nobody out. Brother West, many of these Negroes get their money to do the bidding of our enemies. They call them athletes and actors. I'm going to give you one that I'm severely disappointed in because I thought that based on his history, that he would basically come out of this thing and maintain a black profile. And I'm talking about one of the Fab Five from Michigan. Jalen. What's his name there? Jalen. I know you're talking about. One with the glasses. Yeah, he's wearing glasses now. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Well, the one that, that, that... I know you're talking about. I think his name is, I don't know if his name is Thomas or whatever. I know you're talking about, though. No, Who not Thomas. Oh. He went to the University of Michigan. Michigan. He was one of the five yeah. five. Right. Yeah, Matter of fact, Weber he was a point guard. Well, they, they got him as a commentator doing sports. He's a flunky. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. He he married a, a one of them hookers, one of them sports commentator hookers, and then he started mm-hmm. dating another white woman or some old crap. But uh, he, he's just gone off the rails in protecting the behavior mm-hmm. of the idiot-ass black athletes. And I'm yep. including John ja Moran in that. That's what he yeah. serves now. Yeah, bro. He served that same stereotype, man. Some kind of fake thug nigga. But yet still, yep. they, went, they went after Kyrie. Irving, he was just posting who we are, a book. Big time. And, and look at the hell that, that they did to Kyrie Irving and, and Jabba Rat there. They let him do all kind of crazy-ass shit. So they got That's a good right. on his ass, man. They got That's a right. So once he shoot his arms up and put in the head, the NBA uh, 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 commission, uh, uh, that's uh, uh, silver, silver back, whatever the commission is. Yeah, like guy, we know what he they, is. They Just say Old Testament. Yeah, silver <laughs> back, man. You fucking yeah. silver back, man. Silver back, fucking mixed with a damn uh, uh, reptile, man. But that's hey, right. Hey, I'm just like Master G. Hard, man. Why in the hell these niggas want to swear with their ass, man? The shit they done us, man. For for the love of money, brother West, you just said it. To be they slaves, man. To be they, I couldn't do it, bro. I, bro, like I said, uh, when I leave here, uh, 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 wherever I go, leave the country, I don't want to see no white dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Sister Bell, look at here, man. Y'all got a lot of uh, uh, cell phone towers up there where you at. I've been, I've been talking to somebody. I heard somebody on the show. Say how many cell phone towers y'all got up there in Detroit? So you yeah. need to go to Antenna Search, Antenna Search, and just put in your zip code to see how many cell phone towers y'all got, man. Because y'all oh, got we a lot, got of a lot. Detroit. We, we, When they was putting them up, we was protesting, and we went to the city council and all that. They ain't care. Throw that chunk yep. out, man. Pass by, pass by one and throw a chunk out rock right under that shit, man. It'll shut it down. 
Because I had to keep cussing out AT&T. They keep coming around here want me to get the Internet and 5G. All right? That's all they've been trying to get me to do. I said, I don't want that shit, man. I don't want no yeah. 5G around me in my house and shit. Because I know how I, and I, the, I, I do I post. And the smart meters, Brother West. Don't leave them out. Oh, my smart meter been gone, man. When they first put that smart meter up, I got mine off. Yep. And I, and I, yeah, it's fun time to be alive. And we got the ass, man. And, and hey, bro, it, I don't give a damn who. They time is up, man. I don't give a damn Trump, Biden. They time is up. All we got to do is kick the chair up on God. Kick, put that three-legged stool they sitting on, man. They shit coming down. <laughs> Run the bridge. They sitting on the fucking three-legged stool with one of the, two of the names flip. Okay? I don't give a damn who in there. This shit is over, man. It's our time. Like that sister said last night, that was beautiful, man. That sister last night, she reset the air yeah. on the show, man. She she told the truth on all that, man. So I ain't got time to be talking wrestling with none of them. Just stay out of my face. I'm like you, bro. I don't want to be nowhere around. I'm glad I ain't got to go to none of these jobs no more. And, and, hey, bro, it's a beautiful time, man. I'm just yeah, like you, man. I got a little, little health problem I'm trying to get rid of. Like you got your nose bleed. I got something where uh, at night, uh, I done took every damn damn crinch all them got. I'm about to go pull this mushroom up and see what I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with that mushroom, brother West. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what Chris y'all said. I might have to pick the wrong one. <laughs> I'm telling you. But you know what? Our resident mushroom expert is no longer with us, Sister Bev, and I miss I miss my brother tremendously. I very we very rarely mention his name. I know. So we need. We we have another one. We have another one from Detroit too. He's been on. I got to bring him back on. He he's an expert too. Yeah. Well, we got to call him up, Bev. I can't remember his name. I got to go look him back up. Baba Kalende. Oh, you're talking about Kalende. Okay, yes. Yes, Baba Kalende Aye. Yes. A resident mushroom expert before anybody was telling us about the mushrooms. Brother Kalende, martial arts specialist. Uh, super dynamic, smart as hell. I mean, super, super brilliant. Super brilliant. I'm not exaggerating. As an elder, he was still super brilliant. Yes, sir. I, 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 I heard a show about this man living to be 250 years old, man. I'm trying to find the stuff he had. Because you say he got it from another dude that was 500 and live to be 500 years old. Well, well, well look, when you, when you find him, Wes, could you shoot me an email so I can contact him? <laughs> I, I, I think the 250-year-old dude finally died, man, but uh, I'm trying to find out what he was taking. I got one, a couple of things. One was called uh, Astrogalus, and the other one was J-I-H-O-J-I-B-L-E-G, whatever the hell. I'm about to look it up, man. See what it mm-hmm. was. Well, ask about ask some iron eyes copper. Different three yeah. dude would take it, man. 
So, uh, hey, I'm still I'm still searching and waiting for God to give me the answer what to do, man. Because I've been damned if I'm going to step foot in a, in a doctor's office. They've been practicing on me too that much. Every time I walk in and walk out, I'd be worse off. <laughs> I hear you, Wes. Yeah, no. They've been fucking with me since I was two years old, man. So you know how it goes. I got to go next week, Brother Wes, and I'm sitting here. I, actually, I was supposed to have gone this week, and I didn't go because of what you just <clears throat> said, you know. And I don't like the yes, idea sir. of going to a hospital and feel like I'm walking into a prison and giving myself up voluntarily. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, That's I how I feel when I go into a hospital. With all them vampires, yes, they take so much blood. It's just like the vampires. Absolutely. <laughs> Did That's you hear about right. uh, the, the foreigners? They went on strike. It was 300 of them at this company, and they told the, the people that, uh, well, you ain't going to be able to get no 300 white people to take our, our place. Wow. So that was one of theirs, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 300. It was all, this, yeah. all of them, and they went on strike. And they was like, you can, you, uh, you, got, you, you get some 300 white people to take our place. They told them, yeah. the company, you ain't going to be able to do that. And they got a hell of a point. All, all the company had to do was call up. We could call ICE. ICE their ass up. Not with Biden in office, Brother West. Biden would have probably well, I, arrested the, the uh, CEO of the company. Well, uh, uh, I, I hear I hear the sitting the army down there, man. He's sending some state troopers, some police, and DeSantos, He got his own military, man. He said he just I just saw that he's sending some yeah, folks down there on that border, man. There's over I think it was about a dozen other states that are sending National Guard down there to assist Texas. And stopping with the invasion Because you see They got laws on the books In Texas and Arizona So all they had to do Was declare an invasion And there's nothing That the federal government Could do to stop them That's all they had to do That's right But that, that governor time, in man. Texas Is part of the problem And the governor in Arizona It's it, it time for all these Old redneck uh, uh, Back of you uh, uh, Second Amendment militias Man They're so big and bad Running around the country when Trump was there, let's take your ass down there, man. I, no, actually, they wasn't, Brother West. Uh, there were no militias nowhere. The, well, the militias ain't been out here. I, what I'm saying is uh, it's about 11,000 militia group, uh, mercenary groups in America. Mercenary groups. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, all them, all them redneck pickerwoods that be target practice in the woods, talking about about like Charlie Elson, talking about, I ain't going to yeah. take my gun out of my cold, dead ass and shit. They need to take their ass, but I guess they the one uh, making money off of them, huh? so they like them coming out. They pimping well, A lot of them people, Brother West, uh, and we found this out in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. With the F- their FBI or police Agencies They just in civilian clothes Remember the good old boy nigger roundup The FBI yes, sir. Giving award to each other For yes, who sir. had the most Outstanding nigger apprehension During the year yep. And then they would meet yes, in the wood And get the drinking and smoking and shooting And can on And they would hand out that award It's called the good old boy nigger roundup 
Yeah, yeah, I see something, man. Uh, they got nigger hunting license, man. Oh, yeah. They got a fishing license, man. And like that, you probably yes. killed in Mississippi. <laughs> Raheem Carter, man. Rashid but Carter, the, the, the key point, Brother West, is uh-huh. that's the government. That's the government. Yeah. When Biden yes, was sir. out there, Mark, when Biden was at Howard University giving his speech, they went and got mm-hmm. the FBI and told them to put them uniforms and the masks back on, and they gave a march, and they called them white supremacists. And it was obvious that it was the government. All the time, man. The one who enforced the laws, the one that, that breaks the laws, man. That's how they get away with it, man. That's what the, the white boy, Benny Johnson, just got through telling us they was doing in the 60s. Yes, it sir. was the, in, the yes, intelligence sir. communities that were infiltrating and killing people, setting people up yeah. and killing people. Yes, sir. And you can't get me to go nowhere around them. And no, I ain't going no hut with their ass and no fishing because I ain't going to end up like my man Ice-T thinking I'm going hunting with them and end up being hunted. No, I saw that movie. Hell no. Hell no, bro. No. I ain't the one, bro. That's why I ain't the way in the hell I live in one of these small-ass country-ass towns in Redneck, Vigard, Georgia, Illinois, none of that shit. I'm, I'm at least I'm be around some of my folks. I'll at least be around some of my folks, man. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't got to watch some of their ass, too. But they, I, I rather take my chances with my people. I, I, I'm with my you, vibe, brother. My vibration up high, man. My vibration up high. I ain't finna talk about for none of my soldiers, man. I got to keep my soldiers ready to rumble, man. I feel you, my brother. Make sure you call right, in the Celine program this past weekend, man, and mention, and mention uh, my name. If I could stomach him, man. Hey, I, you know, yeah. Facebook Live, too, man. You know, standing sitting there looking like uh, a scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz, man. Well, you look like a scarecrow, man. Wow. So uh, I look at it for one second. I might call in, man, and tell him, uh, 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 Robert X, you know, you be you the next caller. Get ready to get sliced and diced up. <laughs> he needs to, need to call in, man. Give a tune up, man. He need a tune up, bro. You you gonna make the man have a heart attack or a stroke, brother? Well. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? No. Hey, hey, I let somebody else talk to Sister Bear. I hear you talking about all right. Now you telling me X is stage right, man. When you start telling me that, I know X is stage right, man. All righty. All Thank right, you. Thank you. comments, man. See you next yes, week. Sir. Better love. All the time, bro. Yes, sir. All righty. Okay, uh, Dr. Robert X. Uh, I think uh, Wes was the last caller. We had some other callers, but they dropped off, so we I can go use the early exit tonight, Bear. Yes. And so we appreciate you, Dr. Robert X, and look forward to next week. And I appreciate the listeners, the family, and uh, look forward and better love. Hotel, Sister Bear. Hotel family, better love. Hotel. Let's start with hope I threw it in the middle like a skipping stone The ripples won, son of a god Some would not have thought so But I stand here, commander-in-chief And I 
I take that seriously But along the way A rogue ripple turned tidal wave In reaction to what I tried to do A rebirth of a nation's hatred Red, white, and blue Is black in there too Writing a book on bad behavior Maybe cheats the neighbors Till she gets what they pay for weekend Pat him on the back and send him on through No man's ignorance will ever be his virtue Is this the best we can be? Seriously Let's talk of fear And why I don't bring it in here It's a dangerous word Spooks to herd And we all bleed in the stampede Fear makes a false friend indeed And I take it seriously Why not take our time for the weight of this story? Seriously. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.